Once the world was full of wonders, but it belongs to humans now. We creatures have all but disappeared. Demons, vampires and witches, hiding in plain sight, fearful of discovery, ill at ease even with each other. Welcome once again to Discovery of Witches, Demons, and Vampires, the podcast. A podcast about the weekly show, A Discovery of Witches, which you can find on Shudder, as well as uh, AMC Plus, and Sundance Plus, and some <laughs> other stations in other countries that I don't care about. Uh, but we still love you, even if you're not from America, uh, because we actually do have a, a co-host who is not an American, which and he talks funny with metrics and whatever that means. But we'll discuss it in a moment. But but either way, uh, I'm does things the right way. To... <laughs> uh, no, no, never, never, absolutely not. Barrett, you're on my side, dude. You're American. Come on, don't, don't, don't. don't I'm a Canadian at heart. <laughs> Dude, dude, you, dude, there's a reason my, why my family got the hell out of that country. Come on, dude. Stop it. Don't do this to me. That's the thing I dis- that disappoints me the most is that Barrett always says that, and, and I want to strangle him. But <laughs> that might be way, why I do it. <laughs> maybe. Maybe so. Yeah, yeah. You, you know what to, buttons to push, and, and they, they, they work. Well done, sir. Well done. So anyway, I am uh, one of your co-hosts, Philip, from the state of New Hampshire in the great U.S. of A. And in the Commonwealth of Virginia, in the great U.S. of A, is Barrett. Barrett hey there, Spencer. everybody. Doing good. And in the country of my paternal family, uh, but the French side, uh, not the English-speaking side, uh, in the Canadian province of Alberta, Canada, it's Sean, the guy Sean, who was the 49ers fan who suffered from last week. <laughs> you know, though, you know, my team got knocked out in the first round. So it sounds like you're suffering from all the same things we suffer from here. You've got some big thing with truckers going around and oh, don't even start. Like, <laughs> the, oh. No talking politics, dude, because believe me, I'm just talking protests. Sure. No politics. As long as it's pe- peaceful protests are good. Keep it up, my friend. Honk, honk. That's what I say. Uh, but, well, yeah, I'm okay. <laughs> but honk, 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 honk. Um, yeah, he's not even a voter uh, here, Phil, so he can't really affect you. Yeah, yeah, that's true. That's true. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Right, right. I'm, I'm half Canadian. Barrett loves Canada. And Sean is Canadian, so there you go. It's all what Canadian. What more could we want? 
It's just there a progression, right? <laughs> yep. That's right. That's right. That's right. That's right. Hawk, hawk. Hawk, I, hawk. I, I'm just saying that to piss everybody off. You're, 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 no, hawk, no, no. hawk, 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 hawk. <laughs> Sorry. Anyway. How um, about that episode? Let's, let's get into our, our topic tonight and avoid all politics. We blame Barrett because he's the one that brought it up, Sean. It's all fun and games until someone gets poked in the eye. <laughs> That's right. That's that's right. That stick of fun is really useful, isn't it? All right. I want to do Mario uh, Kart. I want to shoot bananas at people. That would be more fun. Yeah. Yeah. And red shells and green shells. Yeah. You know though. You know though. The the best games like Resident Evil and Nair Automata and Halo and Fallout and Far Cry. You blow people's brains out. It's and I'll just say this. I'll just say this is the part replacing the sports section of the episode this week. It's the games and <laughs> games just, and fun. Pure yeah, fun. video games. <laughs> yeah, dude, dude, it just shows you. Hey, that, crack that, down. Um, you, you blow things up and people up <laughs> as many as possible. Give well, me GTA Vice City. GTA there you go. Vice City, oh, baby. That, oh, dude, dude, that game was so awesome, dude. I and and as I told you, Sean, I bought every. Every, well, not every, but I bought like four of the CDs because the, the, the music was fucking great. Those are great. great to listen to. Dude, the Ray Liotta, dude. Uh, yeah. uh, 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 they got a good Lance cast, that's Dance. for sure. La- 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 Lance Vance Dance. Remember that? <laughs> dude, the best part was finding the, the flamethrower in the wealthy <laughs> island in, in, yep. in the swimming pool. That's where you yep. get the flame. That was the best, dude. Uh, and that's where you get your first limousine, too. That was awesome. Uh, the, the, fu- the, 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 <laughs> the game is like 12 years old. So, uh. Well, for, you know, spoilers aside, I was like going in the Hunter and listening to, uh, you know, just whatever, Quiet Riot, maybe, whatever, you know. Come on, feel right. the noise. <laughs> yeah. That's I, flying I was, around on the Hunter, blowing up stuff. I, I, was, I was always listening, and when I played that game, I always put on uh, the New Wave. Because that yeah. was all like newer music to me, because I always ignored it when I was younger, and it's like this is pretty good stuff. And then I also made my own list because there was an option that you could play your own. You could so make I your own AC- playlist. Yeah, yeah, yeah that so was I had cool. ACDC, and I had the Who, and I had Jimi <laughs> Hendrix, and I had had the Doors. It was awesome. San Andreas awesome. was fun having. Uh, oh, that was a great one, one too, dude. A great one, but Vice City is the one that will always be. I think my for me, that's my most favorite one for sure. That that was. The best one for the yeah. era that, that and was, just for the fun. So, yeah, that was awesome. And San Andreas was pretty awesome too. But I love playing uh, Ray Liotta. That was awesome. Yeah. yeah. That you can't beat Ray Liotta. Yeah. Yeah. It was awesome. That was good <laughs> stuff. Good stuff. Anyway, uh, Hong Kong. Anyway, uh, sorry. sorry I have to say that. Um, anyway, um, let's get into our topic tonight. Uh, for folks who have just stumbled upon us and saying, what the hell's going on here? Uh, we are part of the Dark Discussions News Network, which is www.darkdiscussions.com, a website that is devoted to genre and uh, speculative fiction news. So horror, sci-fi, fantasy, thrills, techno thrills, mysteries, grindhouse, arthouse, uh, midnight movies, drive-in films, and the like. We basically talk intelligently about a genre that turns, deserves intelligence. Uh, we have weekly podcasts such as the Dark Discussion Podcast, which has been around for over 11 years, as well as various other podcasts, including this one, A Discovery of Witches, Demons, and Vampires, which talks weekly about the television series A Discovery of Witches. Uh, you can email us at, at darkdiscussions at aol.com or click 
the contact us link on darkdiscussions.com, which you can find on the menu, which will bring up a box and you fill it out as if you were um, sending complaint emails to a company. There's a little box pops up. You fill it all out and, and press send. And it comes to us just like an email. So you can do it either way, directly that way or through darkdiscussions.com. Uh, and we will read your emails on the podcast. Let's uh, get into uh, what we do here. Basically, we talk um, about each episode, and tonight we're going to talk about episode five of the podcast. Or oh, that's not—that makes no sense. We're going to talk about episode five <laughs> of the television series on episode five of the podcast for season three. Um, for season three of the series, which is actually the final th- season of the series, because the Brits don't milk it like Canadians and Americans where they just keep on producing. Oh, that's not entirely true. They do have one of the the longest running TV shows in Doctor Who. And there are a lot of shows that run 20 seasons or so over there. So they're, they're not, they're prone to it as well. It's just their seasons are shorter in a lot of cases. Yeah. So they're guilty just like us to hell with the the bricks. They don't know. Yeah. So they know better than anybody else. Good point, Barrett. Good point. (laughs) All right, so um, before we do talk about episode five directly, meaning myself, Barrett, and Sean, uh, two things. One, Mr. Kevin, who usually joins us, decided he felt there was a better thing to do tonight, which was head on vacation in an airplane to a faraway state and hang out with Minnie and Mickey Mouse for three days. So he's at Disney World in Orlando, Florida, and he said poo-poo to the podcast. Yeah, so, I don't know. I don't know about that guy. Yeah, the hell with him. <laughs> oh, the traitor. So we will not be hearing uh, Kevin's opinion on the show tonight. So anybody who loves Kevin that's listened to this show, send us hate mail. You got to find a new Kevin's favorite. One. Sorry. Yeah. Well, the, Me, the thing is, is- or a Barrett or Sean. He chose not to miss the penultimate episode, so he was that strategic in his planning. Actually, so, actually, Sean, until we see him or actually hear him on next week's episode, we can't guarantee that. That's okay, true too. Enough. He has fair a point. Enough. Yes, we can't trust Kevin until we we actually see him there next week. But this week <laughs> he will not be joining us because him and his wife are drinking. Uh, my ties at the Polynesian Village, and um, so hopefully having a really good time. Drink one yes. for us. Yeah. So while while me and Barrett and 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 Sean are freezing our asses off in the middle of winter with <laughs> with a foot of snow, Kevin is like ah, da, 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 in, in shorts and in t-shirt and enjoying Disney World. So. Uh, Phil, I will say today was plus nine Celsius here what, what does that mean i have no idea what a celsius is <laughs> so it's uh what is it on uh what is the fahrenheit actually Mm-mm-mm-mm-mm. it was 66 here on friday was it oh yeah, yeah you you got you suck Barrett. <laughs> yeah what, what's a celsius I, I have no idea what what was it nine celsius you said eight celsius it's nine, what, what nine plus yeah plus nine celsius today alexa right, what's so, nine celsius? so it's 48 it's 48 fahrenheit Oh, really? Yeah. Wow. Guess what it was here. According to Alexa, it's 48.2 degrees. Oh, my guess apologies. What, guess, guess what it was here, Sean? It was, what 14, was it? 14 degrees. 
Fahrenheit, which means like negative five thousand Celsius. Yeah, <laughs> negative five thousand. Okay, this is the this is the craziest <laughs> thing though. Is I know we'll get onto the episode itself, but last week we were like on Thursday it was minus thirty, minus thirty uh, Celsius. Celsius. Oh, that's yeah. cold. What does that mean? I, I Sean, you have to talk. Sean has to talk American. This Celsius stuff doesn't do anything for me. I just don't know what you're talking <laughs> about. What what is going on? We're here? watching you, a British show. Celsius should work, man. Yeah, but 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 our lead character is supposed to be an American. Teresa <laughs> uh, Teresa Palmer's playing Diana. She's a USA USA. Minus thirty eight Celsius is minus twenty two Fahrenheit. That's yeah, cold. that's kind of. That kind is of, that counting cold. wind chill? Yeah, that that's with wind chill. That's with wind chill. Okay. So it's minus the. Thirty on Thursday, and today it's plus nine. What I've the app? had experience with that because I lived in Minnesota, so I know exactly what you're going through. Yeah, so you well, understand it. Yeah, I remember well, negative sixty with wind chill. So as, yes, as, as I said, living in New Hampshire today, I beat both of you because we were you minus, we, we were fourteen or sixteen or fourteen degrees Fahrenheit, which is like I said, minus five thousand Celsius. You know, I heard an interesting factoid. They were talking about. They, they've created some new fusion power now and the technology is brand new, whatever they're doing. And one of the things they do, they create this big magnet to create like a, the power of the sun in this bottle thing they create, but they have wires and stuff wrapped around it and they have to lower it to 400 minus 400 Kelvin. I think they said, and they get no resistance from the electricity and the wires. So it travels instantaneously. It's pretty interesting. Really? Mm. I don't think you can get, below zero degrees kelvin actually they said minus 400 degrees kelvin i have to figure that out speaking of kelvin uh sean what (laughs) what is what is uh 14 degrees fahrenheit and kelvin do you know offhand i'm just curious i will check for you all right yeah i'm pretty sure that uh Absolute zero Kelvin is impossible. Uh, so that's so fourteen sense. Fahrenheit is two hundred sixty-three point one five Kelvins. Yeah, yeah. See, so if it was if it was negative four hundred, I don't. I, honestly, I seriously, seriously, look that up, Baron. I, I think they 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 lying to you. Well, they might have said four hundred minus four hundred Fahrenheit. Oh, okay. Yeah, which, which would be yeah, that's possible. But at the, the, no one has ever done absolute zero Kelvin. If it was minus 400 Fahrenheit, that's 33.15 Kelvins. Anyway, whatever degrees it is, <laughs> it's cold enough that there's no resistance in the wires, which I think is pretty cool. This is right. a science right. part of our podcast. <laughs> right. Now, now, as, as we stated, uh, that was the first thing. Um, so if anybody's still listening to us after all this, <laughs> uh, um, which includes Hong Kong's Kelvin's Fahrenheit. Oh my gosh. Um, we will, we will go into emails and we do have two emails tonight. So, uh, let's start with you, uh, Sean Fox. Uh, we have our email. Yes, we do. We have, uh, our friend Debbie has sent us another lovely email. So I Debbie Ledesma. And indeed. So uh, Debbie says, hello, Philip, Barrett, Kevin, and Sean. She didn't know Kevin was on vacation. I enjoyed this week's podcast as usual. I agree with all of you on this week's episode. It was happy, sad, and bittersweet. Overall, a well-done episode. Also, I agree with your opinions about critics, whether for books, TV series, and movies. I've seen it a lot in genre books for years. 
Critics consider fantasy, science fiction, and horror as escapist and beneath their considerations. To many of them, it's not like literary, or it's it's not if it's not literary, it's trash. Uh, rant over. <laughs> Uh, nice rant. Since you were all sad about Timothy's uh, death, the demon character Timothy doesn't die in the book. He just gives oh. the page to, to, to Diana. So the showrunners are being mean. Anyways, <laughs> um, Domenico just wants to control Venice. I think that's the limit to his ambition. So that like helped me because I thought I'd like dreamt <laughs> what I was talking about last episode. So at least I'm not crazy, or at least not fully. Um, and the last parts were, it'll be interesting uh, to see what happens with uh, Gerbert's comeuppance will be in the series. In the book, Isabeau uh, gets him hooked on social media and he disappears from the story. Interesting. <laughs> I can agree about the problems with the time travel story. Something I thought of was that Philippe might have never told Baldwin about Matthew and Diana because he didn't know what Baldwin might do. In an episode last season, Marcus said to Baldwin that he understood why Philippe was disappointed in with him. Uh, children born of a witch and vampire are called Brightborn. Until next week, best wishes, Debbie. Hmm. A lot of interesting stuff in there. That's good information there. Thanks, yeah. Debbie. Yeah, yeah. Well, uh, and it was Debbie who said that uh, uh, Satu was anticlimactic in the book, and it seems like in the book uh, Jabir was somewhat anticlimactic as well. So it'll be curious how they uh, turn those villains around at the end of this TV series. Yeah, I definitely so, want to talk about the. Um, what's next week to come what we saw in that yes i found it interesting but anyway that's for later at the end and, but indeed uh now barrett well we do have a another email uh from one of our listeners and uh, who is that listener we have it's a, it's one, a german name yeah and i'm, I'm sure i'm gonna butcher it german american um, <laughs> lila from nebraska colmus that sounds good enough to me yeah, if I said it wrong, I apologize, Lila. Um, hello, gentlemen. Another good episode in spite of all the vampire angst at the christening. At least Baldwin recognized the scion. The song played at the end of the episode was Night Call by the band London Grammar. What decision did Satu make? I am sure she is up to no good. Benjamin is raping witches trying to impregnate them, but doesn't realize that he needs a weaver in order to be able to produce a child. So he keeps abducting, raping, and killing witches. Only a blood-raged vampire and a weaver can procreate. The weavers were need needed to create new magic spells and such. Without them, the witches could only perform the old magic, and these spells lost power and stagnated over the years. The leaders were concerned that if too many of them got together, the humans would become aware of them. Remember, for one, that witches glow. The vampires also felt that the three should not intermix as it would weaken them. Their blood needed to remain pure. This segregation actually is the cause of the creature's decline. Isabeau carried the blood rage gene, and she inherited it from the ancient vampires who created her. Sometime in the past, all blood rage vampires were killed, but Philippe kept Isabeau's secret, and she then passed the gene on to Matthew when she found him dying. He didn't have any choice in becoming a vampire when he was mortally injured from a fall off the roof of a church he was building. I am enjoying the fairly close adaptation of the book, even though I also wish this season could have been longer. So many details have had to be skipped over or are edited out. Events happen too fast and too easily to keep plots quickly moving towards the end of the series. 
I expect the series finale to be really good. It's all coming to what I think will be a satisfying conclusion. Thanks, Lila. The, the thing that um, was interesting is, is uh, three things, which is what Debbie said last week's email, Lila said this week's email, and what you said, Barrett, which is Benjamin is a rapist fuck. It is disgusting. And you were praying, Barrett, that we would not see this. And unfortunately, <laughs> we saw this. And it made me so disgusted at this guy. Yeah. I, I'm glad I, they didn't I, show I, it on always, camera directly. But yeah, yeah, I'm glad they didn't do that. <laughs> well, you know, it was close, I, though. I, I, I always, it, it, I mean, it's fair to have in, in stories that it requires, you know, whatever. But until watching this episode, it never occurred to me how uh, disgusted I felt at characters when I saw this. In other words, whenever someone is captured without their consent and imprisoned and then abused, whether it was is torture or sexual, it makes me absolutely disgusted. Yep, and too. Benjamin is the perfect example of a person that does all those things. And he needs to be destroyed. Yeah. <laughs> if you yes. had any question, now you don't. And it really well, hits home how big a mistake Matthew made. Yes. Explain. Because he, he thought that he would succumb to the blood rage and eventually be destroyed. So now he is the cause of all these victims. Directly. So yeah, their blood is on his hands. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. Well, that's the thing. And and I, I mentioned this offline to you, um, Sean, that Matthew continues for me to be a despicable character. Um, he had to apologize twice. <laughs> just in this episode, in this one episode to his alone. wife, which which is which, in my opinion, is absolutely disgusting. Because if if he's married. And you, you know, the the normal Catholic vows. He's married with Catholic vows, um, th- where you are supposed to honor your 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 spouse. He treats her like shit, and then he has to apologize to her. And then this woman who has been raped, tortured, abused by a psychopath that Matthew created. Right. He he, he treats her like shit, and then he goes, "Oh, sorry." And that's when they say, we should get her in a room to rest. Yeah. And even his wife's like, yeah, I think that'd be a good idea. (laughs) Yeah. So I'm honestly, by this point in the series, despise Matthew with a passion. I have no idea why anybody follows him. He's a terrible leader. He's an awful human being or quote-unquote vampire, if you prefer. And he treats people like shit, including his wife. Phil, the scary thing is this is the redemptive Matthew. Imagine how he bad he, when he was really bad. Right. That's <laughs> like, a, that's, that's a, the scary That is an absolutely fair point, because we're only watching Matthew for the last, what, four years, maybe, of his life. Yeah. And if, if we followed him, if we had a biography on his life, he's a mass-murdering scumbag who's killed thousands of people who's been a rotten human being and when i say human vampires are just basically people that were turned into the supernatural being but they're still humans in general and he 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 is a he who knows if he if he's done what type of torture sexual abuse who knows what he's done well we know he's tortured right like because he went to that cell in the 
in the season right. where they yep. were back in time, and yep. he was torturing that guy. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Oh, yeah. Yeah. I, I can't stand him. He's just a bad guy. I no nothing in this show by now at this point in the series will ever make me uh, forgive him, at even no matter how. In other words, I he has to be punished in my mind, no matter what. Because and and the thing is is again I know Barrett I always talk about Cersei's from Game of Thrones and my love of her she was a great character I just like giving I, you a hard time I know, I know. <laughs> FYI but, but but she's a great character but you know what she is from the beginning here similar to Daenerys and the reason I never liked Daenerys in that show was because they're trying to tell you that they're heroes and all along in Game of Thrones I knew she was a villain and Matthew. He may not be a villain, and he probably won't be by the end of the show, but he just has done so many horrible things, unlike Daenerys. Daenerys did the horrible things in the show. It wasn't prior. So with Matthew, we already know he's a bad guy. And then the way he treats people, (laughs) he's so irrational. He's so – he's just a terrible – He's very impulsive. He's very impulsive. impulsive. Yes, exactly. And, and, And I have no idea why anybody would consider him to be the lead. I hope he's not the leader of the Sion. He's not. Well, he might be the leader of the Sion, but at least Marcus is in charge of the Knights. Yeah, Marcus is in charge of the Knights, but Matthew is in charge of the Sion, and Baldwin even talks about how Matthew now takes all the burden of all the sins committed by anyone that was a trap. That was a trap, So that's good, yeah. That was a total trap. Baldwin walked him right into it, and he fell into that trap. Well, you know, though, it, it, Baldwin, no matter how much of a scumbag Baldwin is, and based off of what he did in this episode, uh, he's a scumbag. Yeah. He's right. Because Matthew, who's irrational and should not be the leader, anybody who does anything stupid under him, whether it's on mistake like Jack or one of the New Orleans folk or whatever, he should be responsible. Because, the, yeah. because that's the problem, is that in today's world, the buck stops with the head, the leader. That's what Harry Truman said. And he's had no responsibility for it up to this point, right? Baldwin's had to clean up all his messes. Right. Now Baldwin's like, I don't have to clean up your mess. Get ready for what's going to come because your people have been doing some bad stuff. (laughs) Yes. You've broken all the rules of the congregation. And by making a scion, they're still part of the congregation. They haven't broken free of it. They've just moved themselves into another Away from Baldwin. Yeah. yeah, yeah. So, so Baldwin just has no authority over him, but they're still the same people, right? No exactly. Yeah, what's the difference? You're still, you're still Matthew all the same and, crimes still yeah. committed. Yeah, exactly. And they haven't uh, been answered for yet. Yep, yeah, exactly. You know, so I, I, it's just amazing how the series has turned Matthew, in my opinion, to a character I just don't like. I, well, I, I don't it's know really if that was intentional or not. It's really interesting because everybody in the scion has some sort well a lot of the major characters have flaws that would cause them to be punished by the congregation but we really haven't seen anybody except Knox really doing stuff shady outside of the congregation right yeah everything's been under the table or or just annoying dinks yeah like Zubair yeah he had a witch's he had a witch's head in a box, but he didn't do anything else we know of. 
Right, right, exactly. Yeah, yeah. And and who knows if that was illegal? I mean, I mean, right, exactly. we're, we're, we're talking about supernatural assholes, so it doesn't really. I'm gonna, I'm gonna assume though that <laughs> you know? keeping a person trapped uh, with just a head—that's probably not a good thing. If it happened 500 years ago, though, he could have had that head a really long time. Yeah. Well, I'm but not I don't disagreeing know if that with makes you. It better. <laughs> I'm not disagreeing with you, Sean. But, yeah. Yeah. But. But again, we're not talking humans here. We're talking about supernatural freaks. And, and they may say, oh, yeah, and, and they look at each other as inhuman anyway. So so the, the demons think the vampires are scum and the vampires think the demons are scum and everybody thinks the witches are scum. I mean, they don't look at each other as beings. It's just like they, they look at each other as animals, you know, and, and I don't mean that in a, in a negative way because animals are better than humans. But thank you. <laughs> You're welcome. I have to. Um, But the thing is, is that the problem is, is they look at other beings in the supernatural world as inferior to themselves are not important. So it doesn't surprise me that, say, 500 years ago, it was okay for Isabel to slaughter 5,000 witches and never be. Uh, arrested yep. for it or yeah. or this guy to have a, a witch's head in a box you know right so you know so so is is your worse than isabel or or matthew i don't think we so. don't know and we yeah. don't know right. for sure right. yeah right. exactly <laughs> isabel may be a dink on the council and to what we see on the show but he may have just murdered one witch actually he may not even murder the witch he may have just got the head from somebody and said here's a head for a witch you want it yeah i'll take it so he may be an unethical scumbag but he may not be a mass murderer like like Isabel and Matthew. Am I right? Am I right yeah. to think that? Yeah. Right. Well, it's interesting. I'm thinking about Layla's email and how she's saying that the reason they're stagnating is because they're not combining together and the different races aren't intermingling. And that kind of goes along with when we were talking about last week about, you know, the side that wants change versus the side that doesn't. And it's interesting that the side that does not want change is actually causing their own destruction. And that is usual. That is usually how change happens. And the fun part is, adding on to your point, uh, Barrett, is that Jabert even says in the episode that he doesn't want change. He does. The power structure is not going to change. It will not change. but, But you know what? Sometimes when you have change, you self destruct as well because you can well, have people that say you know everything's working fine but there's always going to be those rabble rousers that say we want to change and then just look what happened to uh uh white russia right right it went to hell you know you look what happened to to china after japan invaded and and uh the 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 non-communists were slaughtered by the japanese guess what happened Let's fill the vacuum, and Mao comes in, and he kills and mass murders everybody. So well, this, I don't necessarily agree that change is a good thing either. Right, because the revolution that's created creates a new conservative, non-changing organization. Everything becomes that right. way. So whoever's part of this change will become the leaders, and they will stagnate, and they will become what they didn't want right. to be. You, you, Barrett, you know what's the perfect example of that? communist cuba right yeah samosa or whatever his name was was a scumbag he was a dictator he was a corrupt so we got to get rid of him and castro comes in and he's oh he's gonna help us he's gonna change and guess what happens you get 60 years of mass murder and destruction and so it's like and another dictator right exactly <laughs> so so the change you just 
get a, another scumbag in there. So change doesn't necessarily mean a good thing. Change just means that it's just another asshole. Yeah. So look at the boss. Of, same as the old boss. Look at right. the new boss. Same exactly, as the old boss. dude. Yeah, what song so, is that from? That's a that's the who. The who. The who. The who. Yeah, that's great. I'm going to throw in I'm gonna throw in this this is the same lines and it's the the line again from Dark Knight. You either God die a hero Townsend. or God you live Pete long Tom. enough to see oh. yourself become the villain, right? Re- re- repeat that, Sean. So I, you I either die a hero or you live long enough to see yourself become the villain. Right? Right. Yep. Yeah. So, yeah, so, so that's right. same idea, exactly. What you need to have is shorter terms on the council. You shouldn't have right. people there for centuries. You need to freshen it up. You, you know what, though? You know what, though? We can't even do that in our own countries. There's right. no term limits, right? And everybody, right. You, got, you got people here like Thoreau and, and all our U.S. senators that are in there for hundreds of years, and you can't get rid of them. And they, and they have no teeth. rules against, well, no good rules with teeth to keep them from becoming rich. Right, and, no, and that doesn't thing, matter right? what political party. Right, dude. Right, they're all multi-millionaires, dude. Right. dude you got people that are middle class or poor that go into politics, and by the time they retire seventy years later, because they stay in there forever, because they never get out. They, they make their districts. Yeah, they make their districts, so they right. make sure that they're they going to get elected. Right, exactly. Barrett, I want to high five you, but I can't because you're on. Wait a minute, Virginia. Phil. Yes. Are you saying that people are going into politics for ulterior motives? I didn't say that, but I would concur <laughs> with that statement. 100%. Not only that, most people that go into politics are narcissists that want yes, power. Or at least sociopaths. They're one of these. They're either narcissists, sociopaths, psychopaths, uh, borderline personality disorder, or all of the above. You can add bipolar if you want. There too. And even the, the ones who might be good that go into it become corrupted by the whole system because you can't stay in because power a long corrupts. time. Absolutely. Yep. They think they're also, going in for, for the good and then they become corrupted. And yeah. that's exactly it's, what happened to this council. Which doesn't right. even have enough people to vote now, right? Because there's only one witch on the council. Yeah. I was <laughs> yeah, going right. to say, like, right. there's a point. Like the point of the council in its time served its purpose, but like anything needs to evolve. Yep. And if you don't evolve, then it's going to come apart, whether you choose or not, right? Change like, will happen, whether you yeah, like it you or not as well. Yeah. Most of us don't but, like but, change, even if it's small but, change, but that, right? But, ba- but based off of what I see in this TV show, and it may be different in the books, but what I see in the TV show, what is being offered as an alternative looks as shitty as what we see now, so I'm, it's like it's like I said, it's like Samosa and Castro. Which do you want? It's the same thing. One one bad guy for another. Well, I mean, I, I'm gonna I'm gonna disagree somewhat because the difference is all of the different races are being represented within the new Scion. Okay, that's okay. And they all yeah. seem to have a say. Um, they even had humans at that scene where they were becoming part of the knights. Yeah. Well, well, that's the thing. The scion, the new scion is a mix. So that's yes. interesting. However, one thing that bothers me about the scion is that Marcus's girlfriend wants to become a vampire. And I just <laughs> wanted to throw up when she said that. It's like, oh, for Christ's sakes, don't tell me they're going the fucking Twilight way. Where, well, where, you know, <laughs> I mean, come here, break. It's like, oh. You know, I don't. Wouldn't you want to if the person that you were in love with had the power of vampirism? 
No. And you're, Cause this yeah. vampirism's different. No. no. I think it depends I, I on the person. It, it depends they, they on the person. They, they want to, they're cannibals. So that, that is against my, they're not my cannibals. Belief. They're different. They're if a they, different animal. If, if they're drinking the blood of humans, they're, they're cannibals. That's, that's no, the, cause they're not human anymore. I don't want to be. That's my point. I'd rather be human than, than, than a vampire. But, it's but they can they can take the their blood from animals. They don't have to take it from humans, which is what true. Matthew but, and his pals do. But if we look at Sean's view of the world, which I concur, Sean, animals are first. Humans are very far below. So you're okay feeding on humans? Than them. Yeah. And vampires are even lower than them. So if, if it, I can't become an animal, so do I want to stay as a human or do I want to go even lower, become a, a vampire? I'd go vampire and I'd be like Lestat I'll and only feed the, off bad people. The problem with being a vampire <laughs> is, is, that, is that you don't control your – you don't – I, I don't know. There's something about, something about it that – the blood rage ones have an issue, I think, but the ones that the other ones don't seem like they necessarily have to feed on humans. No. Um, well, I'll say this: the, the one good thing about vampires is that you live forever, unless you yeah. unless you get run over by a truck. Right. So <laughs> that's a good thing that, that you can live uh, because no one wants to. I don't want to croak, but there's something about it that just makes me feel like I'm not going to be the same human being. Well, it's, it's inherently, it's inherently st- opposed to change, right? Yeah. Because they don't change. They stay the yeah. same in their yeah. form. Yeah. So every day they look at themselves and they think I don't change. Why should the world change? Yeah. I, I will say Phil and I, and I, I apologize in advance, but like since a little, I was a little kid, I've always wanted to be a vampire. So if I somehow met my significant other and she offered the opportunity to be a vampire, I'd probably consider it. Yeah, two to one, man. Two to one. Well, well, (laughs) if if we're looking at the vampire you're talking about, Sean, that means your soul is damned to hell. I'm already a ginger. I'm already damned to hell, supposedly to the the people. Well, no, no, no. You're you're damned to hell. You're damned to hell because you're Canadian. (laughs) but but besides that point to be serious i was just kidding of course um um i'm a roman catholic so i look at things a little differently than maybe the two of you guys well i was raised roman catholic but when you texted me this morning when you texted me this morning i was at church i was going hallelujah to jesus christ (laughs) I was at the Roman Catholic Church looking at St. Mary. I had so much religion growing up that I just don't go anymore. I had (laughs) double church during high school, Catholic and Baptist. I've had enough. (laughs) Enough. Enough religion. Praise. (laughs) Praise God. I'll worship him out. All right. right, So, so, Sean, you're ginger. I didn't know if you were were a Yankee. Well, let me rephrase. You can't be Yankee because you're Canadian. I didn't, wasn't sure if you were Anglo or if you were an Irishman. Obviously, you must have been an Irishman because because you, you said you were Catholic. So, Irish, English, French, and German. Oh, you're part French. Good God you bless both you. Both have French bless in you. you. Man. Good, good. I've got all the parts that hate each other. It's great. <laughs> Evil podcast. That's true. That, that, Too many that, Frenchmen. That is true. That or is as true. Michael Scott says, true. I'm a regular UN. <laughs> not that that's a good thing but either way um um yeah so so yeah so i, I just look at it like vampire i'm like kevin if kevin was here he'd be on my side oh, oh yeah he would it yeah, would be yeah, two yeah. two for sure yeah, he would yeah. not take vampirism we all know that kevin yeah. no yeah. 
Yeah, yeah. So I'm I'm kind of where where Kevin would stand when it comes to. Would you vampire. be a witch, Phil? That. Yes. Yes, I would be a witch. You would be a now, witch. here's an interesting thing. Yeah. You do the trans the the blood thing, right? From Jesus's blood, isn't that kind of like vampirism? Uh, I I know that's that's what 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 some folks try to say, but I'm just joking around here. Yeah, 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 <laughs> I'm I, just I, throwing. I, 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 I know. Right, right. <laughs> um, Barrett, Barrett, now you're going down the road of Dr. Two Thousand. <laughs> well, 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 the reason I would be a witch is because they're still human. I know in this show they try to say that they're, they're quote unquote creatures, but they aren't really. They're I just, consider them they're just humans. They're an offshoot of humans. They're an offshoot of humans. They're just humans that. Yeah, they're just like a a, a, a real David Copperfield. That's all. Or doing. like mutants in right, say right. Uh, comic books. Yes, they're they're like right, mutants. Right, yeah. right, right, right. Yeah. Would you yeah. consider vampirism is a disease? Because you have to be bitten for that. Well, yeah. you can be born yes. that way, but but it's because you were you were born from another vampire and an, and Most a magic time, creature. Yeah. You uh, don't have the choice in the matter, right? Right. So right. so that's the question is like if you. If you go by the road of being damned, can you be damned because of someone else's choice that you didn't have control over? Depends on their religion. Well, and that's a thing. So it depends <laughs> on your take on it, right? So yeah. it's it's interesting to discuss it though, because it brings up different questions and stuff. But yeah. right, right, right. Yeah, that's a fair point. I mean, you know, Lovecraft when he used to write, he used to it, the the big joke about Lovecraft is that. The ancestors of the evil people, unfortunately, carry the weight of those great ancestors that did the evil. So what happens is you have a character in a Lovecraft story that's like three generations away from a, a evil person. But yeah. the taint sticks with them, even though they had nothing to do with it, just because it's the history of the family. So... It's unfortunate, you know. You, sometimes, you know, you, you know, you get, you know, that's that, that's why you have like all these children of of uh, Nazis or, or Stalin's daughter, for example, change their name because they don't want to be try being a northerner coming down to the south. <laughs> yeah, so, yeah, yeah. Let me tell you, I got a lot of crap when I first moved down here. Well, well, and, you know what. It's the same way up here, though, too. If a yeah, it is. Comes up, I agree. Up to, the, up to where I live, and they have that accent back at least in the 70s and 80s, they would have been laughed at. As, you know, so, so I know, dude, dude, Mystic Pizza, the movie, mm -hmm. is perfect. And this is the reason yeah. why I don't believe in white, yes. white privilege. Because you got Portuguese people, which is what I am, that are quote-unquote white, who were treated like shit by these white, Yankee, blue-eyed, blonde-haired wasps in that movie and when I, my mother watched that sh movie she was fucking pissed she goes those fuckers you know, she didn't use those words but that's my word <laughs> that's what she was thinking in her head even if she didn't say that and and i agreed with her because white doesn't mean white you know that's why they, they had that blow up with Whoopi Goldberg a couple of days ago and whatever. But it, it's just be and how I talked about it when we did that movie A Wild Barrett and I, how I said there's no such thing, you know, because you got people who are Portuguese, but they weren't considered white by the Yankees, even though they're white. You know, it's always, it's all it's just you know so people just hate people. It's, it's, people it's, just like to label other people and not like them. Yes, yes, it's that a, is it's just a good the divisive fact. way. Yeah, yeah. yeah. That's right. I mean, I'm half that's Polish, right. and that's I hear right. stories from my dad when he was young. 
he, you know, he was picked on. Dude, dude, that's 100% yeah, right, dude, dude, so. dude, when I was a kid, when I was a kid back in the 70s and 80s, I heard so many ethnic Polish insults from, you know, people just insult. And it's like, it's yeah, whatever like, the newest group is gets attacked. Yeah, yeah. It's it's whatever yeah, strata, whatever stratified is the one attacking usually. Exactly. You always have to have dude, someone that you have to attack. Anyways, we're way off track. You're absolutely right. Way off track. Anyway, that's way how off, it is. Way off track. <laughs> yeah, yeah. But, but that's how it is. That's what this show is trying to protect. This, this whole show is ethnicity. If, that's, if you blow away the whole show, it's basically doing race and ethnicity because you have vampires, demons, witches, and humans. And it's really just looking at all those groups. Basically, it's doing our the problems we have today with ethnicity and race and, and and sexual orientation in this world that we have today this show in the in the book series i assume since i've read the books is really just a commentary on all that yeah smaller right? microcosm yeah it's a smaller microcosm but same same issues exist and not only just that but like power structures as yep. well the thing mm-hmm. I would mm-hmm. throw in, uh, you know, going on along with this point is that the uh, part where they're with the council and Satu mentions when Diana's plan was to spellbind someone, that no witch would ever do that to another person. And like, so even within the groups, so the groups themselves are separate or made to be separate, but even within the groups, then you get splinter groups. Mm-hmm. Who have like you're not a yeah. witch and you're not a witch or you're whatever kind of thing. So it's what <laughs> I can't believe Satu said somebody w- yeah. no witch would spellbind, but will torture. <laughs> <laughs> right, right. Come on, well, and, that, and that's the thing. That's that. that that's what 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 is, is. No matter what people think of the series, if you look boil it down even deeper, that is a really good point because. We we like like I said, you know, you know the the Portuguese versus the wasps in Mystic Pizza, right? I mean, yeah. it, they're quote unquote the same people, but they're not. And 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 you can't just group an entire group of witches or demons or vampires because every individual has to be looked at individually. Yeah. You can't just say all vampires are this way, or all witches are this way, or all demons are this way, or all humans are this way. And and I've always said this because I remember after nine uh, eleven, unfortunately. You know, there, there's some people that just went a little too far that I was friends with and said, oh, I hate all people of a certain ethnicity and religion. I go, yeah, but you got to look at it. I know that a lot of them are cheering in the streets in Palestine or wherever you want to say it. But as long as there's 1% of those folk who are good human beings, you cannot say all people of that ethnicity or religion are evil. You just can't do it. And if you say that, you're as bad as, you're as, bad as the other person. Yeah. Well, the scary thing exactly. that I wonder, too, is like, you know, again, with the religion thing, with like even Catholics and Protestants, like you're both believe in the same God and most of the stuff pretty much you know, is similar. But you find this division and then you make them the other. Mm-hmm. And then then you justify murder and torture and all kinds of horrible and stuff. And you know what? Except that you miss the message or at least the message initially, which is you're all supposed to love each other. You're <laughs> supposed to support each other and take care of each other. And then, like I, that is the message I took from my time in church. But you someone know, is profiting have... from that division. Exactly, and that's Ch- the someone is profiting from it well, somehow. Well, th- this is the funny thing is, is that a lot of it isn't even that. It's history. 
because for example i when i went up there i go up before covid anyway i used to go up to quebec every year because uh, i live like right on the border and my ancestors are quebec at least on my father's side and so me and my father used to go up there all the time and we went to this museum where they had the first uh uh premier of quebec you know, they had his, his house and they, they had made it in a museum or whatever. And so we checked it out and stuff. It was pretty cool. And we're talking to this young kid, probably 25. And he's talking about how the the Catholics, meaning all the people in, in Quebec, basically, and hate the Protestants. Hate them. And I go, what do you mean? They go, well, my parents told me if I married an Irishman, which would be a bad thing, at least that's better than marrying a Protestant because at least he's Catholic. <laughs> And I go, okay, you know, and, and you know, I'm like, I'm completely confused. But the problem is, is that back levels in the of day, badness. <laughs> yeah, the history historically, the Brits came in and they wiped out the French and they send them down to New Orleans and they and New and, and Nova Scotia used to be all French and they slaughtered all the French and 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 sent all the cat the the Scottish there because it used to be called Acadia because it was French. And then when the, the Brits took over and killed all the Frenchmen, they, they turned, they called it Nova Scotia, which just basically, well, let's not forget Latin. the Frenchmen probably killed all Frenchmen probably killed all the, yeah, all the they, natives. So <laughs> yeah, well, well, that's probably true too. Even though during the French and Indian war, the French were on the, on the Indian side, right. And the Indians were on the French, but th- th- that's the thing is that they, they history is unfortunately a problem too. Yep. So even if, if everything you say is correct, Sean, about everybody should, you know, they believe in the same thing in theory. A lot of it is, I mean, we see it all, you know, we see it in the politics. Yeah. We see it with the, the Irish and English. We see it with the Norwegians and Swedes. Israel and Palestine. And everybody, Israel and Palestine. We see it with the Ukrainians and, and, the, and the Russians because, you, you know, the Ukrainians can hate the Russians, which is understandable. And so it's a lot of it is just history too, unfortunately. Yeah. And it's history, yeah. but it, it's just weird how that you can have the three religions of the book be so divided. Mm-hmm. And it's right. just, it's again, there's a reason that people, you know, divide things and power structures and all that kind of well, stuff that happens. It's just sad that whether it's religion or anything else, that there always has to be, we always have to have someone else that we attack. We can't well, just. That's where your idea of the religions, it, it runs back to that whole point about everything changes eventually. And the old gives way to the new, but sometimes the old still sticks around while the new becomes a new power. And then you've got, you know, that's where those problems come in and there's butting of heads and yeah. Well, well, and that's the thing. It's like, what's new, right? Because you you have Imperial Russia, right? Which is the the czar and, and, and all that. And then the new is either the whites or the reds. And the whites get loose and the reds take over. And so is the new any good? And it's like, not necessarily because they're the slaughtered. Not once everybody. they kill a few million people. <laughs> yeah, yeah, exactly. So, so put it this way, you know how bad the new was for, for, the, when the, for the Russia? Was when the Germans invaded the Ukraine in World War II, the Ukrainians looked at the, the Germans as, as liberators. Yep. That just shows you, because everybody forgets that, what is it called, the Hodor? Which or whatever it was called, where where the mass execution of, of like ten million Ukrainians by Stalin, you know. So so after he did that, it's like I'll take the Nazis any day because it's better than what Stalin did to me. So yeah. So so it, the new isn't necessarily is better than the old, and that's the problem. So right. 
I know this is this is a story, and in theory, Matthew and Diana and everybody else that's related to Matthew, in extension, is the quote unquote heroes of the story. But if this was the real world, and I saw what was going on, I don't know if I would trust Matthew any more than I would trust what I see right now in the in the council. I trust Marcus and Diana. Yeah, that's it. You know what though? They would be suspect for me. Because one is married to Matthew and the other one is the son of Matthew. I'm just saying, all things being equal, I would trust those two. I would not necessarily trust Yuzbo, and I would not trust Matthew. I would not trust Matthew at all. Right. Um, So those two, that would be, yeah, and Hubbard. But then when you get to look at the council, I don't think Baldwin's that bad, honestly. Compared right, right. to what we've seen Matthew do. <laughs> yeah, right, right. Because Baldwin, there's nothing been said that Baldwin has ever mass murdered anybody. Right. Maybe a dink, and he may have had no etiquette by what he did at, at, at a baptism. He could have done all that after the baptism. But besides that stupidity, he did that Baldwin, purposely, by the way. That was to goad yeah. Matthew <laughs> yeah, to fall true. into his trap. <laughs> You're right. Yeah, that's true. So besides that, no matter how much of a dink Baldwin is, you're absolutely right, Barrett. He he has done nothing to me that may, would make me, as a follower of the quote-unquote Baldwin leadership. Yeah, I'd, I'd back Baldwin. I mean, yeah. so yeah. far he's gotten screwed by the whole thing. He almost died. Right. Yep. He's now lost lots of members of his particular yep. scion. Yep. <laughs> and... You know, I don't know what I'd do if I was Baldwin, because it's like he could have either thrown in with them, which in some ways I think would have been good, but it would have gone against his character, or he could do what he's doing and just stand firm. And even if you look at Baldwin, again, everybody's going to look at what he did at his etiquette problem. But besides that, it's like, what has he done wrong? He, 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 He said that Jack, who has done terrible things, no matter how much we like him as a character, he has to pay for his crimes. Okay, that makes that's fair. That's fair. Yeah. It's that's fair. the law. Well, Matt, you know, you know, <laughs> yeah, that's, you know, that's fair. All right, yeah, yeah. He, he mass murdered a lot of people. That's not good. I, I mean, he may not have done it on purpose, but he's guilty. You know, I mean, I mean, in, in federal law in the United States, there, there's, there's, a, there's two definitions of mental illness. Those who know they've done bad things and those who don't and sociopaths and bipolar and borderline and narcissists who are meant considered mentally ill under the definition of, of uh, the medical community are all considered still guilty by the federal law because they know they did bad, even if they have no, you know, there's something wrong in their head. They know they, they know that what they did was wrong, but they did it anyway because anyway. they just didn't care exactly exactly versus say someone with schizo or or even other, if that means know, there's uh, a switch split broken split in their head even if there's a switch right. making them allowing them to do that with a, with no conscience they still knew it was wrong because they tried to hide their actions or whatever to not exactly. get caught yeah, exactly. <laughs> exactly right exactly so so if it, you know so so you know jack in theory is still guilty so that's all Baldwin said. You know, he's guilty. He's, he's got to pay for his crimes. Uh, Baldwin said uh, to Matthew, 
you, you, you know, you're doing all this stuff. You know, you, you didn't you didn't come to the council. You're hiding everything from the council. You just go ahead. I, I don't. It's, it's just yeah. You're right. I, I back Baldwin. I don't have no, any problems yeah. with it. Now I would not allow Jaber to see the babies. Yeah, yeah. That. Fuck you. Yeah, yeah. fuck you yeah, on that. Fuck you. Yeah, yeah, exactly. It's like it's like it's like if if Germany came to the U.S. and say we have to have have that guy and, and arrest him on it. It's like you ain't gonna have nothing. We, we'll take care of him over here. You know. Well, and you know, if the council can't enforce the law, they don't matter. Exactly. So exactly. That dude. might be what's happening right now. Is that right. they have no teeth? So why would anybody follow the council? Right. Exactly. I, exactly. If I was Baldwin, I would just say, "Fuck this! I'm out of here. I'm retired." Right. Yeah. Exactly. Yeah, this, is all, this is all shit. Who cares? We're pulling out of the council. Find another vampire yeah, to be in right. here. Well, you've, <laughs> exactly. Well, you've already well, got exactly. Ch- That's the. Th- <laughs> yeah, go on, Sean. I'm sorry. No, I was just gonna say, and you've already got Chabert saying that he's gonna lead the vampires against everyone else, right. and that he's like his power grab is for the vampires only. So, like, you've already yeah. got the, – the council is just in name only at this point, it seems. Yeah, it does. Well, and it, but, it, but you know what? It, it is. You're absolutely 100% right. But for some reason, people are being stupid based off of next week's episode where they're saying, okay, we'll still agree with you. It's like it, – it makes no sense. If I would – like, if we really look at Baldwin, right, it's like, who cares? That that's the thing. It, it, you know what it is? It's the power structure that we see today in the real world, and that's what's cool about the show and probably the book series too. It shows the real world in a fictional setting with fictional characters and a fictional government, because you got people in power today in real governments that are just morons that don't need any of this. They don't have to do any of the shit they're doing, and they do it anyway for no reason. Except, I have no idea why. I can't answer that. So, well, no, they don't. They do have a reason. It's their own personal greed and problems yeah. and, and all that stuff. And, and that's the thing that's weird about it all is because they don't need it. Because Baldwin, like for example, Baldwin. Let's just use Baldwin because he's a fictional character. We don't want to use real names. Yeah. Or yeah. real car- real politicians, because I'm sure. None of us agree. Well, you and Barrett may be a little closer than me and Kevin. So so we won't even bring it up. But the point is, let's just use Baldwin. Baldwin doesn't need any of it. He's got money. He's got oh, health. Yeah. He's, got, he's, got, he's got a life forever. He's not going to die unless he gets run over by a truck. And he doesn't need any of this shit. It's just stress. It's just yeah. crap. Why do I it's need like, this bullshit? I'm out. Putin, right. So he could just say, you know what? The um, what, What's his family called again? The French name? The Claremont. The Claremont. Yeah, the Claremont. The, 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 you know, I'm pulling the, the clearance out and just saying, fuck you, Bush, Joe Barr, whatever your name is. You can do whatever you want. That's your problem. Satu, do whatever you want. I'll give a rat's ass. But we're done. And if I were the demons, I'd if pull out of the I, council, too. The demons right, should just say, exactly. screw you. We're, we're leaving, too. There's no council right, left. Exactly. Jaber, you're on your own. Right. Exactly. <laughs> yeah, Jaber, you can, you can be a puppet and, and rule over whatever you want, but we're having nothing to do with it. And and then I would, and if I was Baldwin, I would tell Matthew too. I go, you do what you want. I don't give a rat's ass. And and I would just go to the Cayman Islands and, and have have my ties. Yeah, I don't need it because seriously, what does Baldwin get from any of this crap? Nothing that nothing. I can tell. 
Right. He almost Not even killed. satisfaction. I mean, right. he, he almost gets killed for no reason. He, he, get, he gets shit on by his brother for no reason. He gets pissed on by, well, his, by Boucher for no reason, or Jubar, whatever the hell his name is, for no reason. Baldwin did do one thing that I think was not good, is when he couldn't say that he could, could understand what Matthew was doing. That made me not... That, what that was that? Which episode? Off. Last that was episode. in last episode, when Matthew oh, yeah. was saying, I know you can't agree with me, but can you at least understand? And he's like, no. I cannot. <laughs> and that kind of hit me wrong. That's the only thing I can say I don't like about Baldwin is that he still should love Matthew and they should still be close. He's just, right. they don't agree on this one issue. Yeah. Well, and, and that's the thing is that if we look at the council, like you said, Barrett, which he sums up perfectly, it's just, a, it has no power. It's just crap. Yeah. Yeah. It, it, yeah. It barrett, I mean, not Barrett. Uh, Bob Baldwin begins with B. He, he and BA. He should just go. I'm out. You, yeah, Nancy, do what you want. I don't give a rat's. Who cares? Yeah. Well, and all the people on the council are doing whatever they want anyway. Right. Right. Exactly. Domenico so. is is is. is, is screwing everybody over you know i mean satu is like a psychopath it's like this is ridiculous i'm out yeah yeah i, I don't care it's, it's so we've and, solved the problem <laughs> I, honestly honestly it's true because honestly it's like who does baldwin really quote unquote love and and i don't mean that in a negative sense it's like who are the people that are important to baldwin based off of what we see here it's not any of the the, the Claremonts, it's really just the name itself. It's not the people in the, the Claremont family. So it's like, because if it was, he'd be part of their scion, <laughs> right? So it's like, why do I care? Well, this is crap. I'm out of here. I, I don't need this. Honestly, yeah. I've never understood. I've always felt that way about every politician or every business person. Which is, at a point, it's like, is it even worth it? What's the point? Yeah, exactly. You yeah. gotta have more. You gotta have more. But like, I mean, there, there's always gonna be. Well, that's the thing. There's always gonna be some asshole that's gonna replace you anyway. So it's always there's always gonna be a problem because people are, in this case, vampires and demons and witches are just assholes. So there's always gonna be some other asshole that's gonna appear to replace you anyway. But why do you want to be an asshole? Just get out. <laughs> What? what we needed no to do is change the system and make it so the good people are replacing the assholes so that you actually get something positive. But you can't because it's like Barrett said. Yeah, uh, yeah. Uh, every, uh, power corrupts absolutely, and the people who are attracted to such professions turn, are either psychopaths or they become corrupt and evil. Uh, or they or they get wiped out. Because of their yeah. trying well, to right, right, right. Yeah, if yeah, they're, yeah, if yeah, they're yeah, good, yeah. then they just get dude, killed. Yeah. Dude, dude, yeah, dude, so. dude, dude, in the past three weeks, six, six reporters in Mexico have been mass murdered by cartels because they were telling the facts. So yep. it's like if I was a reporter in Mexico, it's like I, 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 I or Russia. Yeah, right, right. They, they get defenestrated a lot. Right, right, well, well, and... right, right. But, but I'm just using the last three weeks. Yeah. Actual six people have been executed mafia style by what we assume are cartels because they wrote articles about corruption in with the politicians who are helping the cartels or the cartels themselves. And and so I mean that I mean we've all known you know that's the reason why 
the mafia did so well in Italy was because in Sicily it was because they would just kill anybody, any politician who disagreed with them. I mean, there's even a joke that Pope John Paul I was executed by the mob, which was probably true because he was going to call out the mob. So it, it's like it's just it's just not worth it sometimes. I I, just, I, I would just I just walk away. I don't care. I just don't care anymore. What? The and the people burned. who are good care and don't stop, and that's why they get killed. <laughs> yeah. They really yeah, believe. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> right, right. Yeah, exactly, exactly. And even them, I don't even know their motivations. I, I the, the the book, I didn't read, but I saw the movie, which was by my favorite director, David Lean, uh, Doctor Zhivago. There's a character in that where he's a idealist, and uh, he's he's um, fighting the the corruption, and. Then the, the revolution happens, the Soviet revolution, and the Reds take over and they mass murder everybody. And 10 years later, they go, go into the future. I don't know if you've seen this movie. That guy becomes one of the mass murdering Soviets. So he was this quote-unquote idealist, young, good person at the beginning of the movie. And then 10 years later, we find out that he's one of the – he becomes a Soviet uh, mass murderer. Which movie like, is this? Doctor Zhivago. Oh, Doctor Zhivago. Yeah, 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 yeah. And I was like, "Holy shit, that's brilliant!" Because <laughs> okay. you know, when I saw that film for the first time, I was like, "Holy smokes, that is unbelievable!" Because it's true. That's how you know it's. It, you, you can you can fall think this person is an idealist and a good person, but they're really not. Or something happens in their life that turns them into the mass murder and scumbag that they they become. It's the system. Yeah. Right. They become part the of the system. machine. They become part of the machine. They think they're changing it, but they just become part of it. Just like, you know, a lot of our politicians, they're just getting rich. They don't really run the government. The bureaucracy does. Right. Right. <laughs> it's so true. But let's talk about um, uh, what parts do we want to talk about? Because really, there's really not much about this episode. It's, it's basically we talked about it without actually talking about it because it's really it's really only a couple of scenes of – you know, it's, it's, it isn't like there's a couple of really good scenes. Yeah. So we've I, got the christening, which is yeah. a pretty major scene. And yep. then we've got the knighting, which yeah. is pretty major. Yep. The one uh, thing that I'll say, yep. and this is just a small part of that goes in with the Knights of Lazarus stuff. But uh, when Fernando's talking to Matthew and talking about how when he had lost Hugh, Matthew's family or brother, right, that he was outside outside the family that was fine for him but now that he like things have changed and he wants to be part of the family and he wants to willingly join the scion because he wants to be part of some a part of this and i thought that was like a, it right. was a, to me that was a really powerful and it was a i don't know i really like fernando so it was nice yeah to see well him. you know what though that was weird about that was is that technically when he became quote-unquote i guess mated with a declaremont you figure he would be considered a Claremont. So when he said he wanted to join and they made the scene as if it was like, like, like strange and like, Oh wow. I can't believe he's joining. It, it didn't feel that way to me because I just assumed that, well, he was already made it to a Claremont, So he was a Claremont, So he was either going to be Baldwin or not. So I see your point and they made the scene really uh, dramatic, but to me, it wasn't that dramatic because it's like, well, he was either Baldwin or he's Matthew anyway. I have he? a question. I don't know. Yeah, go ahead. Right. 
There was a demon in the very first season that Matthew was friends with. When he went to hunt the deer, he was with that demon. Um, what happened to that guy? Because he hasn't been in the show since the first season. Well, to be honest, I, I'm I not sure if he's a new character. Too. Yeah, new well, actor. No, I, I have the answer for you. I have the answer yeah, for good. you. I think, that I think we just made a mistake. If you rewatch it, I think it's Baldwin. Oh, because they do talk about Baldwin being on that hunt with him. Yes. So I could swear I, there was a the demon, time, though. I, I did, too, because they were talking about demons in that episode. So I always thought Baldwin was a demon that season because of that scene. But all in all, Baldwin was a vampire. And that was Baldwin. Does that, you see what I'm saying? Yeah. Uh, so I, 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 because I was confused because if you go back and listen to some of our early episodes of this podcast, I was, I kept on saying, yeah, but I thought Baldwin was, was a demon. It was because of that. that okay. That would make more sense. Cause I just was like, that guy, I don't remember him being in anything else after that. So, okay. Yeah. Yeah. It's Baldwin. Yeah. So if you watch that episode again, where he goes, kills the dead deer, and and he killed a human dude, dude, Sean. Not only yes. is Matthew a scumbag, but he killed animals for no yes. reason. Just the just thing I was gonna say <laughs> with your scene, it's funny it, because Baldwin was recast. Maybe he was originally a demon, <laughs> and then the new one's a vampire. Yeah. <laughs> no, I think I think you're right, Phil. I think when he went to, he must have been in Septour. We just didn't know. Yeah, but I thought he right. was still yeah. in like somewhere in the UK, meeting yeah. a demon friend. I don't know. Yeah. I swear that actor was different than the original Baldwin. Well, and, and that's the one thing that's somewhat odd is that Baldwin is a what an English name, and a De Claremont is French, and yet everybody has English accents. It's like who is what and what is who. You exactly. know, so that, that's, that's another confusing. <laughs> it's thing like too. any good Roman epic, though they all speak English. No, yeah. okay. So I'm yeah. looking up on Wikipedia. It's a demon friend, Hamish. Oh. What happens okay. to Hamish? We never see him again. Are you sure it wasn't Baldwin at that was on the hunt? I'm looking on Wikipedia and it's talking about episode two. He goes on the hunt. He goes, spends a few days hunting in Oxford, or he leaves Oxford okay. for a few days hunting with a demon friend. Okay. Hamish. All right. Then, yeah, then that's right. Yeah, see? And, and the actor, they look alike, too. They do. Oh, yeah. And that's what, I was completely confused. And I kept on confusing Baldwin with that guy. Yeah, and see, and I'm doing it again. I'm confusing Baldwin with that guy. So whatever happened to him? Exactly. He's question, supposed to be man. a really good friend of Matthew's. And he's, right, he's right, not right, good right, enough right. to be a recurring character. <laughs> yeah, that's a really good point. I, I don't know. And and again, I'm, I'm confused because I originally thought that that was Baldwin and he was a demon. And then I, I was told by Kevin and you that, Baldwin was a vampire, and I said, then who the hell was that? So I said, I just must have made a mistake, and I just let it go. But now you're making me say, I was right all along. It was it. It was a demon, and it wasn't Baldwin. Right. So like, yeah, so it's like, what? And I'm yeah, confused whatever it. happened to that guy, because he just disappeared. <laughs> yeah, right. Well, he's right, not as good a friend as, as we thought then, maybe. <laughs> I don't know. It's kind of yeah. weird. It is kind of weird. So what's the deal with... Um, Oh yeah, so so yeah, so that guy um, Fernando was it? Yeah, so so he joins with Matthew, and I guess he could have stayed with 
Baldwin, but again, wasn't he part of the Claremont family? Right? I mean, I don't know. I, I, I just don't. Care. I, I don't. Th- I think the thing was is that he wasn't accepted as part of the family, and that was the right. Point. Like when he had the episode when he was talking to Sarah about grief, is that he taught when he talked about when he lost Hugh, the family didn't support him, and they haven't supported him to this point, and that's that's why it was a big thing for him to say, you know, I've been outside of this for so long but I want to be part of this now. Right, 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 right. So, right. And I thought that was like, it was a good, it just was an emotional, you know. Yeah. Good move move for him too, because uh, first of all, I think he was, he was honest. And second of all, it it was probably smart too, just for the fact that, you know, if he, if he didn't join with them, he's, he's a loner again, right? He's just this vampire that's just hanging out in the breeze, you know? So, no one wants to be that. No, people want to be part of something, right? I mean, right. humans and, and as and an extension to vampires, we're social animals, right? We're not like moose, which are, are, are animals that you know don't associate with other moose except during breeding season. So it's like um, uh, makes sense. Uh, it was a good move by him, you know. I mean, obviously. He wasn't going to get it from from Baldwin, and not because Baldwin hates the guy, but Baldwin is like probably doesn't even know who the hell he is. And um, well, Matthew, I mean, he's been interacting with Matthew for a good, good at least year because you know by, when he was introduced, um, she was barely pregnant, and then by the time she's, you know, she has the kids, it's a year later, it's nine months later, whatever. So it makes sense that that he would fit in perfectly with that family, and I think it was a good move. I agree with you, Sean. But we can go then back to the christening and talk about all the the, the fire up fun from that. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I I was uh, somewhat disappointed uh, that Baldwin did make that etiquette thing, but I, now after what you said, Barrett, it makes sense because it was just a setup for Matthew. But it it makes me question Baldwin's, uh, I guess, integrity. Because even if it was to set Matthew up to, you know, to get the blame off of Baldwin, it it just seemed out of character that he, even if he was a dink the last couple of episodes, to have done that at a such a, an important event. You know, well, I mean, no one no one does that at a wedding. You know? Yeah, go yeah. On. I'm still suspicious. He might be playing a longer game than we even know. Yeah. And so he set Matthew up for this, but by doing so, he's setting Jaber up for a fall as well, possibly. Yeah, good. Yeah. Which would also be not his fault because he's not part of the Scion. So yeah. he could be playing a long game here. I just don't know. It's hard to tell with him because he's he's yeah. kept his cards pretty tight. Well, and I'll tell you this, Barrett. Baldwin's smart enough not to tell Matthew anything. In other words, right. this is my real because Matthew's an idiot. So <laughs> he's impulsive and, and a reactionary. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> so I could see you, that's a fair point. Baldwin could have something up his sleeve to set up Shabir and take him off the chessboard, um, and doing so without um, endangering other people. Because ultimately, would, Jaber tried yeah. to have him killed, right, in the council? Yes. So yeah. he could be trying yeah. to get back at Jaber more than anything. Well, I think he, if he's, yeah. if he's as strategic well, well, it, it and was, political as we know. It, it was really Knox 
but Jabir voted in favor of it because he's yes. a scumbag. Well, because he wants to take out Baldwin. Sorry, Sean. Go ahead. No, I was, yeah, I was just going to say, though, but like, but if we take Baldwin to be the strategic and political um, player that he is, he yes. obviously knows Jabir is an enemy. And so if he can take him out without having any blood on his hands, all yep. the better for Baldwin. Right. 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 Well, and if yeah. it hurts the Scion at the same time and they then have to come it, back, then that's good, too. Right. Because it weakens right. all his enemies. Yep, and right. strengthens his position. Oh yeah, yep. if he could if he can knock Jabir out, similar to how Knox got knocked out, all the better. Yeah, you know, I mean, if Jabir wants to go on a a psychopathic run like Knox, that's not anybody's. That's not his problem. At least he got him off the council, so it doesn't matter, you know. So, but while as long as Jabir is on the council, he's he's a true threat. If he's off the council and he's just a psychopath like Knox then he's just an outcast that eventually is going to be taken out anyway. So just get him off the council. Yep. Yeah. So that's a fair point. I agree. Or killed either way is probably fine with him. <laughs> yeah. Oh yeah. 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 Oh yeah. Yeah. I mean, Jabir is, has no redeeming qualities at all. Not that I would look at his quote unquote humanity as, as a piece of garbage. Cause in theory, every individual should have some dignity, but he is a bad guy. So in my opinion, Javier being taken out from the council, I wouldn't be crying about it. Well, and here's another point. We already know that Baldwin knows how powerful Diana is. He got wrapped in chains and nearly killed once before. So at, least would twice, you, at least twice. Right, at least twice. So would you, as Baldwin, make this huge grand entry into this christening and then say, you got to bring the babies to see Jabert. Right, right. Without knowing there's going to be consequences, I swear it had to all be him trying to taunt them into doing that. Barrett, you're absolutely right, because when Diana almost killed him once, or at least showed that she could kill him, there's no way Bob would be that, that stupid and just come right. in, I want the babies now, even though he knows, he's first of all, he's all alone. Second of all, He's he's got a wild card in Diana who could just take him out with a snap of the finger because Diana by far is the most powerful person in the entire castle of possibly the entire world. Right. She was going to tear down the whole church. Exactly. <laughs> so, and Baldwin already knows this because he almost got wiped out during the Dick Jack incident, right? So, it's either the, there's three things. The story is not written well, and they and they <laughs> fucked up. Baldwin already knows, and he's 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 doing it on purpose. Or Baldwin's just stupid. It's one of those yeah. three things. That's the, only one of those, that's the only three things yeah. it could be, yeah. right? Yeah. yeah exactly. The thing is, I think that Baldwin is playing the game of first off, he does what the congregation asks him to do, which is to yeah. ask for the children. Right. He baits and gets Matthew to lose his temper temper again. Yeah. And then he also, but then he also gives the scion what they want. So technically, he's playing all of the different sides. And he gets right. Diana to promise to spellbind, which exactly. could be a violation against the witches. So he's got them all right. wrapped around his little plan. Right. So I think I think you could argue that two things: Baldwin is either protecting himself from everybody, or he's he's basically. Um, trying to put everybody in a trap, including Shabir as well as Diana slash Michael. 
Or he could be protecting the Scion through nefarious means. Like, he wants to see Javert go down. He doesn't really care about the Scion, necessarily. Right. But he doesn't want to be beholden to any of these people anymore because they've almost got him killed. Right. So he's kind of working it all out so it'll it'll eventually end up with Jaber gone, <laughs> the Scion there, or maybe weakened. hurt. Yeah, yeah. weakened. Right. And uh, from there, he's going to move on. You know, he'll be maybe the leader of the council. Right. Yeah, and, and that's a fair point. Um, and, and, and to be honest, yeah, I mean, I mean, I, I wouldn't want to have anything to do with this these group of people. So let, let Michael have his scion. Because you don't know, like, like he says, he, I mean, because we're looking at it from our perspective, but let's look at it from Balin's perspective. He's looking at it as we have these children that could be like super villains or super powered creatures that could be dangerous and ruin everything for everybody. So he's looking at it that way rather than how we're looking at it, which is we're on Matthew's and Diana's side and they're just children and whatever. So again, that's, this, this is where I, I think he should just say, you know what? I'm out of here. I'm retiring. I'm gone. Goodbye. Yeah. I just quit. But I just wanted, he, if he wants power, then that's why he's playing the game. Right. Yeah. Right. Right. And, and that, see, this is where I'm completely confused and, and I don't mean it as ignorance. I mean, it as in, why would anybody want that? <laughs> That's you know why you're not in a position of power. Yeah, you're right. <laughs> That's exactly. why I'm not yeah. in a position of yeah. power because yeah. I don't yeah. want that power over other people. Yeah. It takes yeah. a certain yeah. kind of person. Yeah, just give me a, give me a couple of million dollars and I'm done. I'm, you'll you'll never see me again. You know, I mean, it's like I don't. Want, why do I want any of this? We I never want to destroy themselves to, and, and be assholes and. That's not my problem. The one time I, I had to fire done. someone, I never wanted to be in charge of people ever again. Right. Yeah. Like, it, it, you can have good leaders, but the problem is most of the time, the leaders, the people that get into leadership positions aren't leaders. They're right. just the people who can use the va- the power for their own ends. So yep. right. that's the sad part. Because I mean, you can see that in any office right. you work in, right? So Yes. <laughs> but, um, right, right. Like the the fact is is that I think if any of us had the choice, if we could do good to help people, we will. But we don't need to have control over and domination over others to make ourselves feel good. That's right. That's why and, Michael Scott was the best manager ever. <laughs> <laughs> well, I'll tell you the the only reason that at this point in the show that I am on the side of the scion is because of Diana and Marcus. Otherwise, sure. I'd have no feeling one way or the other because they're all bad. <laughs> right. Yeah, I'm right there with you, Barrett. Uh, the reason I would support the Scion over anybody else is because my favorite character, Diana. Absolutely. Yeah. I'm right there with you. I mean, you know, it, it's it. that's really what it is. It has nothing to do with what the Scion represents or right. who's in it. it or just because they have babies. Right, she just exactly. had babies, so they shouldn't be wiped out, whatever. Right. Yeah. So I mean, I'm, I feel I'm like right that's here, what the here. show's pulling us towards. Like, they're the good guys because they had Spawn. And that's not necessarily how it feels for me. You know, the, I want to have a reason to, to root for these guys. And so far, Diana and Marcus are it. Right. Yeah. Because, because Matthew, based off of this episode, just made me hate him even more. I mean, when, when he flips out at Diana and then he goes, 
I'm sorry. I apologize. He and went then, right back to his old ways, which is just like yeah. an abuser, right? Right, right. He's he's <laughs> a, he's an abuser of of his wife. Absolutely, he's a, he's a mental abuser to his wife, as yeah. you always said, Sean, from the beginning. And then <laughs> and then this 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 girl, this girl or woman, if you prefer, flees this scumbag Benjamin after being raped raped by that scumbag. And she comes and to, to to give them the information, and then he starts flipping out on her and saying, "What is?" It? And then he goes, "Oh, I'm sorry." And it's like, dude, you're the one that created fucking Benjamin. You're the one that yeah. got this girl stuck in, with that scumbag because you were the one that created Benjamin. And you're not only you're, did he create you know, Benjamin, and, he wanted him to suffer, so he let him live right. long That's enough. Psychopath, That's thinking a psychopath. that he would burn out and die. And he didn't. He overcame. And so everything that's right. transpired has been because of you. <laughs> Dude, even though even the mob at least just uh, just shoots him and, and moves on. You know, right. this guy is a psychopath. You know, this guy's even worse than the mob. And so I, I and, and then for him to yell at this girl or woman, if you prefer, who's just been raped and tortured by his creation. And then he goes, oh, oh, sorry, I apologize. So like, yeah. he did it, and it was literally ten minutes after he he treated his wife like shit. It's like and it didn't feel like an apology either no, when no. he said that. No, I was no, like, no, no, okay, I'm sorry that you were, I'm sorry that you were offended by what I did, but it's not really my fault. Yeah. Like, so so it, I I just don't know how this show. I don't know if it's intentional or if that's how it was written in the book, but I can't like this guy. I just can't like him. And he's not a leader. I would never follow a guy like that ever, ever. I see. I mean, it's just terrible. I, I, I don't know what to say. I just, that's all I can say. So, seeing yeah. the amount of power that Diana had, I really have a hard time. Even if Satu's a weaver, I have a hard time seeing her matching that. Right. I know they're gonna make it matched because it's a show. Yeah. Yeah. And and I hate that. Like there are yeah. some people that are so good they can't be outclassed. Right. But she should Satu should just be annihilated by Diana. I hope so. I hope so. Yeah. Yeah. Well and, and to be honest, I at this point in the show, and I know it's the Declaremont family, but I would say, you know what? Make her the leader. <laughs> She, Diana, should be the leader of this. I agree. Uh, she should. Yeah, She's more yeah, yeah. stable. Exactly. Exactly. Yes, I would rather have someone who is more stable and more yeah. able to take a longer look at things than yeah, Marcus. the rash. <laughs> oh yeah, Marcus, Marcus would, would be, be better leader of the. Of the... Uh, I would. I would agree. Though so I would still go with Diana over him because Marcus is kind of still like. Well, he should be her enforcer, uh, and she should be in charge. Exactly. I would. Go, yeah. Well, I could see him more as like a right hand, you know, a yeah. right hand kind of thing, right? Like, enforcer, yeah. enforcer, but also Castigliere. Yeah, there he, we he, go. He, he's, he's, he's the he's the chief of staff. Yeah. The chief of staff. <laughs> so, so, so I Diana, am glad that they went opposite with the babies of what I said last week. I figured yes, they would yes. do vampire for boy and witch for the girl, but they went opposite, and the girl's I the vampire that. and I the boy's really the witch. That. Me too. I thought yeah. it was awesome. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, that was good. That was good. Um, um, and why? Oh, here's another point where Matthew is an asshole. When she's feeding the baby blood, and he comes running oh in and God. gets mad oh, at yes, yes, yes. tells her, tells Martha to get out. I want to talk to my wife. Right. And all because she gave her blood. She's a vampire, you moron. 
<laughs> right. Oh, and then he goes, oh, 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 I'm sorry. It's like, I mean, that's dude, part of the argument, just... but him just rushing in there and just shoving Martha out the door. Can you imagine know. spending your life having to deal with that all the time? No. No. <laughs> yeah, he, he's just an asshole. After I like scene, the actor, after, but after yeah, the... I don't like the character. Oh, yeah, I'm not talking about Matthew Good. He's a great actor. I love yeah. him. He's awesome. But I'm just talking about Matthew the Vampire, that character. He's, yeah, he's... I, just can't, I just can't stand him. I like yeah. Philippe better than him, and they made Philippe sound bad. Yes. Right, 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 right. Yeah, yeah. I exactly. thought Philippe is awesome. He's really too oh. bad he's gone. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Actually, to be honest, I think he would, he would, he would straighten the whole thing out. Yeah. You know? Yeah. Jenna and I were laughing he's about it. He's a leader. Jenna and I were laughing about it. She's like, I feel like he's still alive. And I said, I think it just feels that way because his presence is so strong. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> it's still felt. Yeah. Yeah. And, and you know what? I, if I was Diana, I would I would use magic powers and bring them back to the future. <laughs> That'd be cool. <laughs> yeah, I mean, if I mean, if they can go back in the past and then come to the forward, why not bring him to the forward too? Yeah. Yeah. What exactly. difference it would it make? It didn't make any difference for them going back in the past already, right? Right. Only right. did good things. We talked right? about that. So. <laughs> yeah, it only did good things. <laughs> <laughs> That's right. That's right. <laughs> Yeah, so, so I, I would bring Philly back to the future. Yeah, that's what I would do. Yeah. And then have him clean up the mess. And Baldwin would immediately uh, say, you know, give up all his powers to him. And then Matthew would shut up. So, yeah, that's what you do. You go to the past and you bring back Philippe. That's what you do. That's, that's the solution right there. So the next so, coolest scene was the, the knights. They were knighting a bunch of people and making them part of the Marcus's group that he's in charge of now. Yes, which was and I thought that scene was awesome. They each get a ring. They're all part of this new organization. They all have to protect each other. Even the kids were made part of it, right? Yep. Then I just like the way he 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 brought it up, and then just like how they actually did the actual uh, ceremony for it. I thought was really cool. So yeah, yeah, true. It was my favorite part of the episode, actually. Yeah, it's pretty awesome. Awesome. Especially because they had the um the scientist that they're working with now even. Yes, as he was made a knight. Cool. I was like, yeah, that's cool. I really like Dr. Chris, so I'm yeah, yeah, yeah awesome. it was at least it was at least two humans, right? The girl Marcus's girlfriend and the yep, doctor. And that guy, yeah. That were part of yeah. Um so that was cool. Now the question is, is is Marcus's girlfriend going to become a vampire? It kind of looks like that. That's kind of weird that she wants to be. I'm still I'm confused. And I understand why you dislike that because of the Twilight thing. But if we didn't know about yeah. Twilight, that would have been an okay scene because you know a lot of people would be thinking, "Hey, I'd like to be a vampire too. I don't want to die because yes. you're going to live forever." Um, here, well, yeah, now. right. Especially if they, <laughs> especially if they're not not they're not uh, spawns of Satan, like in, in right. the, yeah. know, the real vampire. Yeah, 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 exactly. It's only if yeah. you get the blood rage are you really screwed. And even now we right. see that they're able to control it to some degree. So, right, right, yeah, 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 yeah. And I would need a guarantee though that <laughs> that well, you get yeah, spellbound. That that you're yeah. still mm-hmm. the same. No, I'm not even talking about the blood rage. I'm just that, that you're you're still the same individual. It's just ah. that you. So your crave... personality and stuff doesn't change. Right, 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 right. Yeah, yeah. I, I don't want to be because you know you see these things where like like the invasion of body snatches where 
you know, they have the you same memories, but you're really not the Right, yeah, 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 but you're not really the same, you know what I'm saying? Even though, though they shell. claim that... Right, right, yeah, yeah, so I, I, I don't know. I'm still a little worried about that. Yeah. <laughs> I, assume, though, that it, I assume from what they show, though, that, the per, that you keep your personality. At least that's what my assumption is, so... Yeah, from what I've seen in the show, that's what it seems like, but we have no proof one way or the other. <laughs> now, you can say right, that you can right. change, though, because we can go back to Isabeau, and even there's another scene that I did like with her, this one, where uh, when they first arrived back at Septor, and um, she talks to Sarah, and there was just a nice, like, going out of her way, I guess, for acknowledging the crimes, the horrible crimes that she did against right. the witches, mm-hmm. to show her right. kindness... I think that's like yeah. so. In a sense, it shows you can change, right? If you want to. Yep. And I but thought you know, that was good. Oh, go ahead. No, I was just going. If I interject, is that I agree a hundred percent, John. But it still just bothers me because it's like think of a serial killer or or, oh, or yeah. think, 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 of, think of someone, a neighbor of yours that just comes over and blows the brains out of your your family, and then went on the run, so they never never paid for the punishment. And yeah. then, then they come back 10 years later and, and time goes by and there's some loophole where they don't get charged and they apologize to you. It's like, are you kidding me? Yeah. I, I would probably, I would take that baseball bat to his head. You know what I'm saying? So, so it's, well, it's, it really, it's only in shows and stories where this kind of yeah, right. forgiveness, Actually, redemptive happens. arc. Yeah. yeah redemption yes. only works yes. in stories and, and uh, exactly. There are very few cases in real life. Like, uh, you know, all the people who took part in the Nazi atrocities, that were caught were held to trial right. and either executed right. or not. And then a lot of them got <laughs> right, to be right, scientists right. in Russia right. and the United States. So right. And, and even, and even 50 years later when they've been fine human beings ever since and they get caught, they still have to pay for those crimes. Right. And they should. You know, you know, yeah, of course they should. So it's like, all right, you know, they, you know, fine. You know, you, you, you had a nice family or, you know, at church and all this other good stuff, but, but you still did something when you were 22 years old. You're still you're still responsible for that. Still have to be so, punished, right? So it's like Isabel. It's like if I if I was Diana's aunt, I don't think I would ever forgive him. Well, you got to remember, it was a long time ago, and she doesn't know any of the people personally. Yeah. So I I, I, I think true. it would be closer if it was somebody like say it is ten years down the road. She's wiped <laughs> out five hundred witches and did this huge yeah. purge. Well, then it's a little different. Well, Let's look at it this way. Uh, a, a Nazi gets caught today, 50 years later, or 60 or whatever it is now, 70 years. Um, I don't know any of those people that they did those terrible things to when they were 20 years old and now they're 90. But I don't care. You're going to jail. But you don't feel personally affronted by them. You want justice for them. You don't necessarily well, want revenge, which is what someone who's closer to it might want. Well, that's a fair point too, Barrett. But if I was Jewish or a gypsy or a homosexual or, or a person with mental, you know, just like Down syndrome or something, and I found out that my neighbor was a Nazi, I want revenge. Well, right, and that's why that's why there's the Secret Service in Israel that goes around and they hunt down right. Nazis and kill hey. them. But Sarah herself doesn't yeah. feel that close connection. Either, but she's you know, a witch. I, yeah, she's a witch. Is, it's like a Jew to versus. I understand that, but she still thinks Jew of Rebecca. herself. I think the witches still think of themselves mainly as human that have powers. Yeah. Okay. And so when it comes down to it, they don't have yeah. that closeness that you would have 
being a racial well, minority. Well, let, let me let me put it this way: it's like um, any any anything that you're a group of, whether you're you're a, a, a Baptist or whether you're a homosexual or whether you're Irish American. You know, you, you know. For example, when when I go into the voting booth. And I don't know any of the politicians on, on the voting booth because they're all local people. You know, it's like, who the hell are these people? I don't, I'm not going to vote for them because I don't know anything about them. But if I am going to vote for them, and, and this is a, a true study, and I found out, it's like, holy shit, I'm, I'm doing, I'm exactly what the study said, which is if you don't, if you took away the D or the R, and this is for the United States Democrat or Republican, and you just put the names on the, the board, to vote and so you didn't know if you know because a lot of people if you're a republican you'll just vote our dumb thing or a democrat all done thing right but if you don't have that you don't know what they are it's going to be a familiar well, name right exactly so they found out and this is how i vote when i don't know what people are um uh i don't know them personally i mean and they're just like local people i vote by their last name so if they're if they're french last name i'll vote for them because they're french you know, even though this, you know, the Irish guy with the, the person with McMurphy could have been a better better person. But I don't know who, Murphy versus Shevel Day. I don't know the two of them, but I'm going to vote for the person that that I, that's like me. He's French. I'm going to vote Shevel Day. You know, so so it's like if if her aunt is a witch, even if you're right, it may not be looking at it as an ethnicity or, or that close. To it, she still has that distinction of I'm a witch, and if I was around. 200 years ago, Isabel would kill me. Well, I think that the, so we had that initial antagonism last season. Yeah. And I think at this point they're over that antagonism. And so now, sure, she's, sure, sure. you know, it yeah. is a show. It well, is but, what we, well, we get what it's, we get. Yeah. It's like you said, Barrett, it's, it's, that's how it is in TV shows. Yeah. Or movies. Yeah. yeah. This ain't yeah. real world. Right. Right. Yeah, right. right. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But in the that's show, at least Isabel's uh, actions seem genuine. Right. She's, it's coming from a genuine place. It's not coming from a place of I'm just, you know, manipulating stuff. Well, she didn't, she didn't, even, have to, she didn't even have to say it, really. That's yeah. true. That's true. But if I, I would never forgive. I would Wait, never you can do it just like I was watching Identity last night. I haven't seen it in a long time. And someone gets killed by a bat shoved down their throat all the way down to their stomach. You do that. Oh, that 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 would be a co- <laughs> that, that that's that's better than than the the fluorescent bulb to the neck if, from from the movie Seance. You remember that, Barrett? Yeah, yeah, that that's a good one. That's a good one. Oh, dude, if I see that, I would have put that as my best kill of the year for uh, 2021 best horror of 2021. Um, but yeah, I, I I see everybody's point, and and in real life, she's apt to be shot by some upset person versus. Never mind being forgiven. Even if she was forgiven, she'd be in jail. Well, that's the funny thing. There is no plot line with somebody trying to kill her, which you would think there would be. (laughs) Right. And this is the thing, though, where they don't have the situation, whereas, like, if you did find out about, you know, Matthew's atrocities and you found out about Isabeau's atrocities, I don't think any of us would be like, oh, we're rah-rah for them. Yeah, no, yeah, exactly. Right. (laughs) Because you you committed atrocities. Well, and, and that's the, that's the problem with, with this show is that, or, or any any show like this, or any movie like this, is that they're trying to make a hero out of a person that has a despicable, disgusting, horrible past. Because in theory, Isabel and Michael are as evil as Benjamin ever was, 
you know, because they both, because whether they torture and mass murder versus rape and mass murder, it's all terrible. And so they're all horrible human beings. And sure, you can turn and be suddenly become good. I would say, I would say Benjamin's less evil. You want to know why? Because he he just hates one person that tortured him. He hates Matthew. So he's trying to get at Matthew. But the problem is a reason for it. Yeah, and he may have a reason for his revenge and stuff, but the problem is it's innocent blood that's being spilled. Right, right. And that's right, the difference, right? It's if he no, was no, only no. doing it to Matthew. Okay, it, go ahead. No, but, but <laughs> Matthew and Isabel killed innocent blood too. Right. So, so the, 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 the difference, the, is, the yeah. difference is, is that Benjamin's doing it today. Right. Yeah. While the, others the, did it in the past. And they right? stopped doing it, supposedly. Supposedly. But yeah. all in all, if you take it all for what it is, they're e- all equally horrible. Yeah, that's in, in yeah. I don't think there's a distinguishing yeah. it. You don't need to. Yeah, they're just bad. Exactly. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> and even Philippe, he's a mass murderer too because he had yeah. his son go off and kill everybody and all that. So there, there, there's really, uh, and that's the pro- why I cannot really get my 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 mind around. Uh, I've always had this problem with all shows and movies that do this where they have a hero that's actually done horrible things i can't i can't i can't ever support it It just doesn't it doesn't work for me i just doesn't work for me and and that's the weird thing about it because because they didn't have to have matthew be a mass murderer they but for some reason deborah harkness decided to make the character mass murderer and yet also try to make me as a viewer or or if i read the books a reader like him as a hero i just can't do it it doesn't work for me. It doesn't make sense. I, you know, I don't know if that's just me, but I don't know. Am I wrong? Am I insane for thinking that way? I don't think you're wrong. I mean, I can accept that this is the way stories are written. And so yeah, right, they, right. they want to have, a, you have to have a character with a flaw because you have to make them interesting. Yeah. And now he could have had different flaws, not be a mass murderer, <laughs> right. but <laughs> that's the route she chose to go and right. I'm still supposed to see him as the hero and it does make it a little harder yeah. I do see that he's trying to be better in this show but he's still not there right yeah, he's still got a ways to go yeah. right and part right. of that's because of the blood yeah. rage right I mean it's yeah that has not helped him in his endeavors to be a good person right 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 and plus he's but, just as, as Phil know, says he's a dink so yeah <laughs> yeah, he is a tank. That doesn't he help. Really is. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It doesn't help at all. So, so yeah, yeah. And, and it just leaves a bad taste in my mouth that we have these two characters that are important: Isabel and Matthew, who are mass murderers, who are torturers, who are, burn people to the stake. You know, you know, we can go on and on and on, and they don't have to pay for the crimes. At least Cersei reveled in hers, and she did pay for her crimes in the end, right? Right. Well, and, and plus, but the thing with Cersei's is from the moment we met her, we knew she was a villain. Right. The, the show never tried to tell us that we should love her as we a hero. We should love her, yeah. It's just misunderstood. Right, exactly. Nope. So she was I, not I loved misunderstood. Her. Yep. <laughs> right. I loved her because she was just an awesome character. But I knew from the moment I met her, and, and, and actually the first three seasons, I've hated her character. So... There was no nothing in the show that ever said you should like this character as a hero. This show here, however, is showing us characters that have done terrible things and trying to tell us that they're heroes. And so I was like, I, I just can't do it. 
I'm sorry. I'll stick with Diana, even though she's suspect for marrying a scumbag like that in the first place. You know, but that's that is what it is. She's suspect. She's suspect. <laughs> so, what do uh-huh. we think about the stuff that's coming for the next week's episode? Yeah. What's oh man, I, you know, I already, I, I really hope it works, but they're splitting everybody up. Yes. And, it, and, and you know what? There was no knocks in the in the preview, so I don't know what. No, they showed him. No, but he was at the end in of the episode. Yeah, you're right. At the very end. The very yeah, end. He's the just car. going by. Yeah. 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 Yeah, so yeah. The, this is the, this is where the situation is. They get split up so that Galaglass can go die stupidly yep. uh, for Diana because Matthew's off doing his revenge tour. And like, right. uh, well, his revenge tour is necessary because he should have never it, it let is. that guy live anyway. But going but, by himself is just plain stupid. It's again showing his yeah. arrogance. Right? Yeah. Right. So. Right. Yeah. Yeah. But that's perfect. that's the first thing I saw when I saw this preview yeah. for next week. I was like, "Damn it, they're splitting everybody up, and that is dumb." This is right this a when horror they movie? Need, <laughs> right, right when they that's need to stay say, together. <laughs> right when they need to stay together, they've split up. The ultimate that's episode is not even going to be everyone together. It's going to be everyone apart. That's what I was thinking. I was thinking the same thing, Sean. That's awesome. Like, all right, all right, all right. I'll, let me go check this room here. You yeah. guys check the basement. You go upstairs in the, in the attic. Okay, somebody's let's do it. surely gonna live, right? It works great in uh, in horror and uh, Dungeons and Dragons. Yeah, always yep. split up the right, party. Right. Always yep. split it up. <laughs> right. If you want to die? That's the that's first awesome. sure way to do it, right? Uh, yeah. Quick, let's go see what that hear that sound is. <laughs> Yeah, yeah. Or, 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 you could say, say, uh, war movies too. Yeah, let's split up the platoon. Yeah, let's do that. Yeah, yeah, exactly. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, it's like easier to be ambushed. Yeah, but when I saw, when I saw Gallo Glass there, I'm like, oh, God. Yeah, so then this is going to be his death. going to add the drama. He's going to die. Yep, exactly what I was thinking. Yeah, yeah. And it just makes you hate Matthew even more because he's he's a dumbass because he's rash and doesn't he doesn't appreciate what he has. And the fact that Diana offered to help him and he's no no like he gets he gets whatever he deserves. Well, you know what's funny? You know what's funny? The only thing he he gets is other people dying and he's still fine. Yeah, I'll tell you this: I would never leave Diana's side. Yeah, at this point, yeah. (laughs) Uh, I would have Marcus do it. Yeah. Take, yeah, Go take care it. of Benjamin. Yeah. Take exactly. the night. Exactly. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. I, but that's the thing is that, okay, you have a, a a woman with new babies. And again, I'm not saying, you know, we have a lot of young ladies now or anybody, any woman, period, uh, that have children and then immediately go back to work a week later and the, and the kids go to daycare or whatever, even as newborns. So, so it's not out of the ordinary. But it just seems irresponsible that the father would just do all that. You know, it's like, I'm going to put myself in danger, even though I have children. A new, it's like, you know, it's just like stupid. That's why, that's why they don't usually send uh, uh, married men off to fight in a war overseas with children because they don't want to leave widows behind. You know, right. so that's why it's always, so why for him to do that? It's just 
Makes me sick. He's just an ass. Well, and that's part of that's because that's shortened season. You know, they don't have more time, but right. it's yeah. still the whole split up. I, <laughs> it's so cliche for them all to split up. I and, and see the, the, the other thing that it was that I wondered too is you know they always have the trick of like oh this is how we're gonna splice the the next week's episode preview thing together right. so that you have characters saying one thing but it wasn't in any relation to what they right. the context they put it in. Right, 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 right. And that's what I was wondering about the Baldwin thing. Was that is that something where it's like they're giving you the red herring of it Baldwin. feels like it. it. It's well, agreeing because they did it last week. Yeah. They did it last week with Baldwin, right? Making him look like he was really sinister, but it was out of context too. So yeah. you could be right. Yeah. So. Um but I I'm thinking that um the one thing that, that bothered me about this episode that we just saw was how Gallagher didn't go to the the baptism. Is like just weird. It's like okay, he's 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 all upset, and I not getting to, to have sex with Diana. Blah 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 blah. blah. But well, you know, yeah, I agree. I, I thought that was weird dumb that too. He, he didn't. Yeah, that just didn't make no sense. She meant so much to him, but he didn't go to the christening. Come right, on, right. He that would was... be more protective of those kids than her. Right. I would think so. Yeah. 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 So that that didn't feel right. It just felt like soap opera. Unless that's, there's something yeah. behind the scenes with Matthew, and well, that's, that's, why bo- that's possible too. Yeah, yeah, there could be something that we don't know about him and Matthew going on. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Because if if what if Diana told Matthew, then Matthew's all pissy about it. Yeah, I don't think she'd tell him about things. Yeah, he does get pissy about things. If he knew, he <laughs> yeah. would be well, mad. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Well, to be honest, if if that was me and that was my wife, I would be pissy too. So that yeah, oh yeah. Sense. So I, if Matt, that would be the one time I would be on Matthew's side. So yeah, that makes sense. <laughs> but the thing yeah. is, you can so be a dink you, all you want. Yeah. The thing I would say though is that if you are if you've married your spouse and you trust your spouse. Yeah. Then it no, it has nothing. To, it, it has nothing to do with your spouse. It has to do with Gallagher's. Yeah, no, but it just, no, no, no. My, my, if if my if I found out my friend was was hitting on my wife, I I beat the shit out of him. It has yeah. nothing to do with with the wife. It has to do with the friend. Right. You see what I'm saying, Sean? Dishonorable. No, I I get that aspect. Yeah, I do that. But yeah, yeah. Oh yeah, I would trust the wife. It, it's just that you have this guy that that's like it's supposed to be. Why would you say all these things? Yeah, yeah. And why would he tell this to your wife? It's like, oh, I have the hots for you, and I wish it was me instead of Matt. That means he's you not really your friend. Yeah, he's not really yes. your friend. You're right, exactly. Right. So maybe this is, exactly. maybe it was good he didn't go the thing. Yeah, yeah, but yeah, because he was a dumbass for for telling Diana all that stuff in the first place when he should have just shut his mouth and, and sucked it up, right? I mean, I mean, it sucks. He's not with that girl. I mean, that's the girl he loves, but. Yeah, you don't do, you don't say what he said. I wouldn't have said that. Yeah, that, that's just ridiculous. Well, I get that. Yeah, it wasn't like he ever dated her. It wasn't like they were dating for ten years or twenty he years. He stalked her. <laughs> yeah, right, right. Does that count? <laughs> I don't know. Yeah. It's, uh, it's, it's just, but anyways, yeah. So he yeah, spent a lot of time with her in the past too. So yeah, yeah, that's true. That's true. Yeah, but but they never I mean, dated. But in, like, if you were right. going to choose between suitors and you didn't like, there wasn't attachment. I would prefer yeah. Gla- Gallo Glass over Matthew. Yeah. Oh, for, oh, for sure. Oh, for sure. Yeah. 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 Well, I mean, I mean, we're talking. We're talking. Diana. She can have any guy she wants. I like Gallo Glass. I mean, I mean, yeah. I mean, she doesn't even need. I, I, if Diana, if she didn't even meet these supernatural beings, she'd just be with some normal guy and don't have to deal with any of this shit in the first place. You know. 
But or just Knox would have come and killed her. Yeah, well, uh, that, I think yeah, that's the problem. She got dragged in because of Knox, right? Yeah, yeah. So I it, it's I think it's one of those things where you don't have a choice. Like some of the right, stuff that you right. have agency in your your decisions, but in some things in your life you don't. It's just right, you're right. you fall in love with who you fall in love with. <laughs> yeah, you don't. Right, right. You don't choose that. Right, right, and yeah, and she was never in love with Galagas ever. So, right. So Galagas is is just living a fantasy and it has nothing to do with with reality. Well, he was made her protector, so it was he was almost destined to fall in love for her, with her. So yeah. that was that's kind of unfortunate for him as well that Philippe had him do that. But so. isn't that like part of right. why Philippe did then is he knew that there would be an attachment that would make him be more protective it as could opposed be. to not. Yeah. It could oh, be. Right. Well that's another thing that, that's all weird too, is like this honor crap. It's like if Philippe told me you have to protect her, whatever, it's like, what are you talking about, dude? <laughs> you know, I mean, 300 years of my life wasted. I, dude, I'm going to just go find a family, you know, get a job, do what I want. You're not tell me what to do. Who the hell are you? You know, I don't care if you're my father or not. I'm still my own individual. He doesn't have to follow that crap because it's all nonsense. It's all rubbish. Rubbish. That's what I say. It's all rubbish. So, I, I've, yeah, because honestly, when you think about it, it's like Galgas is like, it's my honor to follow you and I fall in love with you. And it's like, dude, get a life. Yeah, he should have just kept life. all that to himself, honestly. Right, exactly. He does, dude, dude, he had 300 years or 200 years, uh, 1590, so 500 years, basically, or 400 years, to, to find another lady to live a normal life. And he still could have protected her, but he still could have had his own family. So he's, you know what? I don't have any pity for him at all. Gal, he's a dink, a, too. A, yeah, he's a dink. <laughs> so we're just realizing there's a lot of dinks in there. Well, yeah. I mean, I mean, I mean seriously, dude. They're just, they're just, they're just stupid. I mean, these characters don't, this is not how it Normal people act. They don't act this way. Who acts this way? Would you act this way? I mean, you're gonna waste 500 years of your life when you could have. You could have. She's pretty hot. Come on. She's pretty hot. That's true. She is. Yeah. I'll give you. I'll give you that. I mean, I mean, as hey, as I said, the only reason we did this show was because I want. Oh, I said, oh, Teresa Russell. Teresa Palmer's in this. And she's a weaver. Come on. That's true I kind of understand Galaglass's uh, desire. <laughs> there you go. That's right. That's right. I, that's right. I, I, I want to date a weaver. That's right. That's awesome. So anyway, obviously we're being a little hyperbolic here, but but we are making a little sense. It is when you really think about it. Five hundred years. That doesn't mean. I mean, there's dozens and dozens and dozens of. of woman and vampire woman that he could have met in he that could have met yeah that, just as attractive yeah, yeah. i'm sure over the 400 years that he was waiting for her to be born exactly. and then drooling over until she was 18 and old enough Aww. yeah <laughs> oh that is oh that's gross <laughs> oh, yeah, i know kinda, yeah yeah but i mean i, I won't Wrong. go that i won't i won't throw him under the bus that bad because again he met her as an adult i know yeah. Still but weird. It's still weird. Yeah. It's still weird. Yeah. I don't care if it's it just still fears feels yeah. somewhat wrong. But this yeah. is the same thing yeah. you just yeah. say with just any of the vampires of any of them, right? Or anyone who's gonna live more than the regular span of a human, it's going to be like if you think about it, it's creepy. Yeah. Right? 
Wait, so, explain. Explain a little. Explain that well, a little more. Because if you're if you're concerned about age difference, right? Okay. Well, I'm so not. I'm not concerned about age difference. I'm concerned about uh, someone that's 14 years old that he was already <laughs> drooling over because he remembered her. <laughs> As an adult, as an adult, even worse. I know what but she's gonna look like in a few years. But it's even worse because he's <laughs> centuries old, right? So you, you know what? Though I, I, I have no problems as long as she's eighteen. It doesn't matter because they're an adult. But what Barrett is referencing is when he was, she was ten and eleven, and he's staring at her, and it's like, oh good lord, what's in his head? You know, when she's eighteen, I don't care. I don't, I just, yeah, I know. But, Can't but, wait but, till she's old enough. Yeah, that's that's what he was thinking of. So <laughs> I, I see your point, Sean, but but I'm not too worried about age differences. I mean, if, yeah. if people do whatever they want, if they're 18 and older and they want to do whatever they yeah, want, if they're they adults, whatever they want. Yeah, it's not my business. I've never cared about that. Hey, my wife's 10 years younger than me, so I, I, there you go. Great um, robber. There you go. Exactly. <laughs> uh, um, but but yeah, it, I, it's it's. Um, it's just bizarre, the 500 years waiting. It's just weird. It is. And, and, really and, and weird. he knows he's not going to be with her anyway. Right. Was, right? So she was with Matthew when she came back. And that's what Philippe said. You're protecting her because that's Matthew's wife. But think about it. He could have been a worse person and tried to get with her before Matthew met her. That's true. Yeah. He really could have. Yeah. But but it shows you that there's, there's a couple of loose screws in the set. Yeah. You know, he has he has he has, uh, he has some issues there that 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 he probably should have dealt dealt with for sure. Maybe he's a tad obsessive. That's what that's what I'm thinking. Yeah, yeah, that, 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 yeah a little bit, just a little bit. Yeah, yeah, just a little bit. <laughs> um, all right. So, uh, what else are we going to talk about? Anything else? Are we we're pretty much wrapped? I think we covered. I think we've much. covered everything. Yeah. Yeah, 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 yeah. I mean, we went off the rails a couple of spots, but again, the show really isn't about vampires demons and witches it's about social commentary i think i mean yeah. the, the whole story by deborah harkness and and so a lot of that stuff comes out during the discussion yep so so yeah hopefully. the one thing i was going to say that i also liked in the episode was when uh they're giving the names for the kids yeah and Marta gets to hear that Marta is part of the naming ceremony yeah. I thought that was nice because I like yeah, Marta. She that's seems the, like a really... the maid, right? That's the maid, yeah, yes. or, or the or the governess or whatever you call yeah. it. Yeah, 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 yeah. Yeah, that was pretty awesome. Yeah. Yep. So yeah. there was like nice little things that happened in the episode, aside from the the gross Benjamin aspect. Oh, yeah, that was gross. That was very gross. Fortunately, it was short. It wasn't too yeah, long. Thank, but, uh, and thankfully, yeah. they didn't show anything because I no one needs that. Yeah, yeah, you know what though? Just just seeing her tied to the bed. Was enough. It was horrible make. enough. Yeah, yeah. yeah. And you see him walk it. into the other room saying, "Well, yeah." To Gabriella, when yeah. he says that stuff, it's like, oh, oh yeah, yeah. Because cringe. because that's the one thing. One girl escapes, but he's he's raping. He's still girl. got others, right? Oh, well, it's, and it's, it's all disgusting. part of his plan that she escapes too, because he's yeah, yeah, exactly. Get Matthew exactly. to come to him, and the dumbass is going to go. Yeah. <laughs> well, yeah, yeah, but. But man, that, yeah, that was so gross because he did rape the other girl, and I was like disgusted. It was terrible. Yeah, it was terrible. <laughs> I didn't want to think about it. But yeah, yeah, that's uh, uh you know, uh, thank you, Matthew, for all that. That's your fault. Um, <laughs> let's see. Uh, anything else uh, we want to discuss? Uh, no, and I just like the use of uh, Night Call because I always like that song by Kavinsky. 
because I think that came out like 2011. So it was cool right, to right. hear a different version by the group uh, than the other group who did the, the cover. So it, I'll right. say that like every episode, there seems to be a, like a really good choice in the cover songs they, they do. Yeah, I love it. So like yeah, last week's uh, Where Is My Mind? Yeah. At the end was great. So as a, a music person, I, I love, I appreciate that. So I've seen that performed by the Pixies live. Did you? Yeah. Damn. (laughs) Just tells you how old I am. You know what that means? You know what I was about to say? You know what that means? That means Barrett's old. Barrett's really old. (laughs) Yeah, yeah. That's too funny. Yeah. Yeah, It's very depressing, Barrett. They opened for Love and Rockets. Oh, my Lord. (laughs) Yeah. (laughs) Wow, wow, that's alternative if I ever heard it. Yeah. (laughs) It was a long, long time ago. Oh yes, my gosh, was. loving rockets. I haven't thought about them in <laughs> Yeah, that's it. Uh, I'm surprised they haven't uh, got to come back. Everyone else I seems know. to. <laughs> I know. And yeah. the nostalgia brackets. So, anyways. Anyways. All right. So, uh, that was our discussion of uh, episode five. So, we have two more episodes of uh, Discovery of Witches, and then poof, it's gone. Oh, um, so sad. Yeah, yeah. I mean, we'll have a couple more episodes after that. We'll probably have a. Uh, a series wrap-up episode and then we will at least uh unless something falls through have at least one interview episode um but we may get one or two after that as well depending on uh if we want to reach out to a few other folk um and so we won't be gone after two episodes we'll, we'll be gone after at least four was what we're thinking um, i feel like there's going to be a spin-off and if there is we're yeah. there yes I would concur with that. Yeah, unfortunately, I probably won't have Teresa Palmer. Again, probably but, not. Yeah, yeah. Just like like Game of Thrones won't have the new Game of Thrones won't have Sophie Turner, which will be very depressing. No, yeah, but, but what are you gonna do? Got a good cast for the for the prequels, so I'm looking forward to it. Yeah, I have to check. I haven't even checked to see who's in that show. To be honest, I haven't but, either. Uh, yeah, uh, but we're, we're we're coming up uh, in March. We're going to be doing a Halo. So uh, look out for that uh, podcast uh, that's coming out on Paramount Plus, I think it is. And so yeah. we're, we're going to do a, a series, weekly series on Halo. Uh, so that'll be exciting. Me, Barrett, and you, Sean, right? So yep. three of us for sure. And um, of course, we're, we're doing a Halloween Boutique Psychotronic Reviews weekly where you can find me, Barrett, and, and Sean pretty much all the time. Uh, fortunately, that podcast doesn't come out as weekly it comes out maybe every three weeks recently anyway because we're um only doing it every so often because of uh, doing these tv series uh shows um so you can follow us there and then uh of course uh, the dark discussions podcast which comes out weekly um which talks about genre movies in general and um, patreon yes yes patreon is um a uh, place where you can donate to the podcast or the network, I should say, uh, where um, you can uh, press the Patreon button on darkdiscussions.com or just go to patreon.com backslash darkdiscussions where you can donate to the podcast. And if you do donate $5 a month uh, or at least $5 per month, so for if you example, if you donate $10 instead of $5, you would get two choices. But uh, basically, um, 
every quarter we pick a movie from our Patreon suggestions and we do an episode on the Dark Discussions podcast on that movie. Uh, we just recorded Rocky Horror Picture Show uh, on Thursday and uh, that will be coming out this week as well uh, for the Dark Discussion podcast and that was a Patreon pick by one of our listeners, Holly Masiak. And we do have a few others coming out as well. Uh, Heather's uh, the Christian Slater, Wyoming, what's her name? Ryder. Winona Ryder. Yeah, yeah, Winona Ryder movie that that we got a Patreon coming out, and we have a Patreon for a couple other films as well. Um, oh, Blood Moon, which is the Mario Hemingway uh, werewolf film. We're going to be doing that one. Uh, so you could have your film chosen as an episode of the Dark Discussions podcast as well. Uh, but again, we're just benching it because uh, we do this all for free and we do not get any money, though we do have expenses, which includes um, the website and the storage place to where all these podcasts are put so they don't uh, just disappear um, from existence. Um, so uh, good point for bringing that up, uh, Sean. Um, and that's pretty much it. So uh, once again, uh, today is February 6, 2022 is when we're recording this. And uh, just for a heads up, and I think that's pretty much it. Anybody else have anything else before we go? Anything? Anyone? Nope. No, just another good episode and uh, yep. looking forward to the penultimate one next week. So. All right. Sounds good. So uh, with all that stated, all right. What do I do this up? Thanks again for joining us for a discovery of witches, demons, and vampires. Join us next week when we discuss the penultimate episode.